Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this Billy DeVore. And sitting across from me, as always, is... Hello, it's Lee Michael Campbell. What is going on, Nasty Boys and Girls? How the heck are you? They you said doing they're good. good. They you doing good. good. I, heard I, I heard it. I heard it. Thank you guys. It. You guys are doing good. You're Real listening good. to it early in the AM. Yeah. If Mikey, if if MW is listening tomorrow, Jesus Christ, good luck. First day of school. Oh, whoa! Uh, wait, wait, wait. First day of school, school on a Friday. School, yeah, school. Uh, school goes back on Friday. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I like. There's no kids. Oh, the teacher. But he, he'll go into work. Well, Mike's the fucking dean. So he, you know, he he doesn't oh, fuck with yeah. it all. Dean Webster, baby. Deanie Webb. Deanie Webb. That's tight. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening. How's it going? We got to do a little business. You guys know this. You're listening, okay? Since we've started the show, which is hard to believe, almost two years ago, uh, we get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on, who to bet with. We don't always know who's going to win, but I'll tell you what, we do know where to go, and the answer is my bookie, right? Between their live in-game betting, endless prop bets, and their fantasy sports wagers, there's something for everyone. With the best player perks in the sportsbook business, they've been good to us, and we know that they're going to be good to you. They're hooking our listeners up all month long. Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code NASTY when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. That means if you're laying down 100 bucks, guess what? You now got an extra 50, 50 bones to play with, baby. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Promo code NASTY. You play, you win, you get paid, baby. Dude, great read. Yeah, you dot ag dot Amir Garrett, baby. Also, thank you, Armchair All Americans. A C A A. Thank you so much. We'll get you our stuff and whatever Art Nineteen is. But thank you, Podcast Dad Andrew Stevens. He did you see our Instagram? Yes, when I we did. were talking. Yeah. He's at the the pregame. Yeah, it's pretty. Just Giants. That's pretty awesome. I don't know if he's staying in New York, but I think that's the move for him. Why not? After talking to him, big dick energy. Yeah, loving, he's absolutely. He's like, make moves. He's got that BDE up in the NYC. You know what I'm talking about, I Andy? I love it. Whew. I dig it a lot. I love it. And I also noticed that, like, he downloaded all of this season because it was in Georgia. And I saw, like, 70. And I'm like, that's where you went to college. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Andy Pandy. But, yeah, we went up 60% from uh, from the month before. and It's fun. We're, I think almost, we're almost to 3,000 downloads, so we'll say this is 3,000. Thank you so much for 3, listening, it's subscribing. It's, Appreciate it's, it. I love the idea, like this surge in uh, listenership that we're getting right now. Yeah. It, I've been, I geeked on it earlier today. They're listening to us from the past. Yeah. Like they're listening to us talk about the Reds from three months ago. And, and they're listening to us talk about our weeks from three and, months ago and, also, and the jokes. And doesn't like, it feel fun. good to be right? Like, yeah. we go back and listen and it's like, we were just praising Philip Irvin. Yeah. And Me- Van Meter. Yeah. And just saying, like, the, these guys are the real deal. I mean, it was like week 
ten eleven when you called Puig to Cleveland. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's been some cool moments. We kind of nailed. And also, I'm not you an know, idiot. Grant, it's Thursday night. We just started out series, you know, four game series with the Cubbies. It would be a lot of fun if we had won. We'll talk about that more. We didn't win tonight, but Bye. another thing about kind of feeling right is that we have been optimistic and happy the whole season. And then here we are. It, it's August, and we're essentially playing playoff baseball right now. Yeah, every game is a playoff game. Yeah, it's fun. You know what was upsetting about tonight? Uh, let me say this, and we'll get to our weeks. What was upsetting about tonight was like 20,000 fans, air quotes, were there. But I look around, and it's first base, third base, all blue. blue. And it was very empty. It seemed like there was maybe 14,000 there. But it was a Cubs home game. It was, and if do you think that 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 you think it took it out of our boys a little bit? No, there was a moment in the game that where it took it out, but we'll, we'll get to that. But I think no, I don't think so. I they're th- just the, used to it. They're used to it, and that's a disappointment. I think that we just need to get the fans out there. Yeah, that's the norm. But I mean, it's so frustrating. It, you're talking perfect night, not too hot. Oh, Thursday night, it's gorgeous, gorgeous. Perfect night for baseball. I mean, I mean, the, people the saw game, my Instagram. The game means something. You would think people would come, and they didn't. What do we need to do? Like, but I mean, I get it that it is a Thursday and school's about to start. That is a very real point. So, but at the same time, Labor Day is around the corner. That's like people's fun budget money. Right. I get it. But this is the big one. I mean, well, I mean, the next four series, the next four spot against the Cardinals is actually, I think, bigger. Yeah. Because that's a team you can you can beat up on that we haven't done yet. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And after what happened in in Los Angeles, where they just got the piss beat out of them and they're rushed and their weaknesses are glaring. Yeah. So that's the time to, to hop on it. Yeah. So I get it. Just come down to the ballpark that weekend. But also come this weekend. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't get any money from that. I'm just saying as a Reds fan, if you want to see them continue to win and be relevant, yeah, we got to get people in the seats that aren't wearing blue that haven't just ripped the tags off from going to Foot Locker and getting a Cubs shirt. No shit. Come on down. Motherfucker, you live in Indian Hill. No, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, dude, I got this guy tonight in the Diamond Club. Uh, it was after the game. This guy drove down from Columbus. One guy drove down from Columbus. The other one drove down from Chicago. The guy from Chicago was wearing Reds gear. The guy from Columbus was wearing Cubs gear. Yeah. And I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, I was born in Milwaukee, lived in Chicago for a minute, then went to school in Columbus. I was like, okay. You're allowed. Sure. That's fine. He was like, like, I'm also a Packers fan. Okay. And I was like, wow, I'm going to start calling you Oregon Trail because you are a bandwagon fan. (laughs) His friend spit out his beer and he said, what's your podcast called? Yeah. He likes Alabama football. Yeah, right. Loves yeah. Alabama football. UK basketball. Duke. He's big Zion fan. Big Duke fan. <laughs> loves the Lakers. Loves the no, Lakers. No, wait, wait, wait. No, East Coast. He loves the Celtics. Yeah. He's yeah. a big Celtics fan. No guy. doubt. I One of my crowning moments uh, a couple years ago, I was still driving for Uber full time, and I would drive Reds games, right? Yeah. little money. It's fun. I'd listen, all, all, I'd li- all nine people that went. Yeah, right. I, but I'd listen to the game. Yeah. I'd always get like one long drive, picking up a dad and a son from the suburbs and driving them down. Like it was fun driving right. for Reds games. And it was a Reds Cub series. So you're just driving around cars full all of blue, blue people. And there was this obnoxious car. To their credit, the three dudes in the back, they were fine. They were all wearing Cub stuff, but they were just kind of like just happy to be 
drunk in an Uber with their friends. Sure. The guy riding shotgun was like insufferable because I'm wearing my Reds gear. Of I'm course. listening to the game, the pregame. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's like, it's playful. He's not being like a real dick, but he's just jawing or whatever. Right, right, right. And I'm just taking it, taking it, countering it with, you know, actual <laughs> baseball facts, just trying to just be cool or whatever, keep my rating up. Sure. And I noticed something about his outfit, but I didn't say it until right before he got out of the car. And when they got out of the car, I was like, hey, man, you still got the tag on that shirt jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it, Hell yeah. And it's like, yeah, man, maybe you just really like Rizzo and you wanted a nude shirt jersey. Ugh. But also, you bought it within the last three hours. <laughs> yeah. The tags on it, motherfucker. You haven't yeah. even washed that shirt. No shit. It's yeah. covered in Anthony Yeah, Gizzo. so that was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck you. Ugh. Oh, man. Anyway, how was your week, doggy? It was good, man. Went to the Reds game Monday. Yeah, I was about to say, you saw us get to, you saw Trout. I saw Trout hit that monster. That dinger. Dude, that thing was impressive. He's he's a, a top top three player of all time. Yeah, easily. Top I mean s- easily. Baseball skill. Top Just three player of all time. Overall and what the numbers project to be. In Woba, he's already num- he's already second all time. Woba? Wins over batting average. I think okay. that's how that goes. Yeah, regardless. I mean, yeah, he's he's like what, seven or eight years into his career? Yeah. Eight years? Eight years. I think th- this is the eighth year he has been in the top three in he MVP ballot. He just turned 28. Ba- MVP ballot, he's been in the top three every year of his career. Yep. Um, he's eight years in, and he's still, like, a legit five-tool player. Dude. Like, next year, he could do 50 and 50 I, if he wanted to. Dude, I got to watch him commit his second error in three years. Really? Yeah. Throwing, or I can't remember what Catching. it was. Catching. Yeah. Well, it was so funny, I forget who tweeted it. Somebody tweeted, like... Uh, like so they tweeted and quoted they tweeted like Mike Trout has committed his second error in three years yeah. and someone tweeted like I mean that's gotta you know I understand the pressure being under the bright lights at Great American Ballpark standing in the same center field or center field spot that Dickerson Stubbs and <laughs> Senzel play that's pretty great <laughs> and I was like count it that's beautiful S- true Stubbs reference on the pod beautiful <laughs> it was beautiful I was like that's, that's so amazing great man that was great um, but like. It was pretty cool, you know. I got my my hookup. We were pretty close. Uh, I think I have a shirt idea. Very nice. Uh, trademark it now. It's sh- you know how Shohei wears all that armor. Yeah. Put a little RoboCop helmet on it. Yeah. On him, and it's Shobocop. Shobocop. It's pretty great. Not bad at all. We went with Danny. Yeah. Danny was supposed to come tonight, but it was too late. He's got to fly out tomorrow. Little bitch ass. Dude, he was so funny. He was just sitting in the seat, just hitting his weed pen, Fuck and I'm like, yeah. dude, this is my hookup. Like, I don't want to get busted. Yeah. He just kept hitting it. It was so funny. He's such a Jew. I really like that play, but I get where, I get your standpoint. Right, I get but his. just like him, just getting so high at a game. I was just like, he just looked at me at one point. He's like, I'm too high. That guy's a fucking scout. <laughs> he's just down. He's what to do? Just he wants to get baked to the point where he starts like crying when someone <laughs> does well. Yeah, he's like, I didn't, I didn't. His dreams, his dreams could. Potentially come true, man. <laughs> he should, he's, got, he's got some serious exit velocity, man. He barrels that ball, dude. He gets it. He gets yeah, it. You want to imagine his mom? She's so proud. <laughs> he should open up a baseball clinic called Highline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait until it's fully legal and and Danny's like running the scouting program for like the Hi, Royals and fuck. he's just hitting a bong in, in some minor league stadium. <laughs> no, dude, he's just looking at somebody and he's just like taking like a little eyedropper putting it on his tongue like, 
No, yeah, yeah. Cutter looks good. It just keeps yeah. just dropping it. Yeah, dude. This is uh, this is CBD infused with ninety eight percent THC, so it's good yeah. for you. So hit one hundred and one on the gun. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Shout but, out, Danny. But it was tight. T Snipes. Love you T-Snipes. both. T Snipes. Yeah, Tyler's got a cool idea. We should talk about after. But um, oh, business. A little business. <laughs> Come but, on. Yeah. Um, but dude, it was cool. I mean, it was great seeing that stuff. Uh, Tuesday. Got to see Bauer. No. Oh, no, that was I got Saturday. to see Castillo yeah. hurl 13 strikeouts. Yeah. And I forget who told me. Get us a pizza by oh, itself, I was, motherfucker. I was talking to um, somebody at Cool Sports Spot, one of, like our client, one of our companies that does screen printing for us. And he was just like, that was Castillo sending a message to Bauer saying, like, I'm the fucking ace. Don't you get it twisted. Nuh-uh. That's my, this is my team. Yeah. This is my pitching staff. You get in line. And, like, he's not going to say it in English, but the translator will tell him, yeah. like, I am the ace. And, I mean, I, you can't argue that. It's, dude. And what really pissed me off today, I was reading ESPN, and it was insane that the top five starters in the National League for the Cy Young, which were Hyjin Ryu. Um, Deserving. Uh, I forget, a couple others. And then five was Sonny Gray, and Castillo was an honorable mention. That is, I mean, that's absurd. Sonny Gray's not the best pitcher on his team. Not even close. Well, I mean, close, but not even. It's close, but really not really. No, we all know who it is. No, Luis Castillo is like Sonny Gray in an A's uniform. Yeah. Like. He's back. The next guy up. Right. He he could fuck around and win a Cy Young next year. Speaking he of, could fuck around and win a Cy Young oh, this year. It's ridiculous. Speaking of the A's, how great was it to watch Homer Bailey get shelled yesterday? Yeah, absolutely. That, mm, mm, and how great was it to see Tanner, Tanner Roark get the win against the Cardinals? Five innings pitched, three hits, one earned run. He did what he strikeouts. did for us in green. That's great. And good for him. Fuck yeah. I hope he gets Love it. it. I hope he gets a a, a a nice little one year deal from somebody next year. Yeah, and he will. I bet he gets a two year from like Milwaukee. Yeah, Mil- no, because they want they lost Wade Miley, who's yeah. been pitching lights out in Houston. Yeah, which holy dick! How about not just Greeky going, but Aaron Sanchez six innings of no hit baseball. Yeah, I mean every baseball podcast has already talked about it. Yeah, but like the fact that he went there and has been like just two pitches done fifth starter. For like scraps, yeah, and it, lights out. Ben Lindbergh tweeted, he was like, "If Houston asks you about a player, hang up the phone, don't respond, and figure out what you're doing wrong." Right? No shit. Which is pretty amazing. Look, I mean, who I mean, that makes so picking. much sense, right? Well, Grinky, he got shelled in Colorado, but he saw them all the time because he, he got was the win. That he gave up five runs. And five home runs, he, like the most in his career. He gave up five home runs and got the win because Gurriel hits a home run every game. Dude, he's a monster. <laughs> he hits a home run every game of the season. He's about to hit 162 yeah. home runs. Him and year. Alvarez are just beasts. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I mean, they're fun. It's. I mean, let's just call it now what it is. We all know what it is. It's going to be a Houston Dodgers World Series. Yeah, the two best are, teams far and away because they're so far and advanced in analytics. Like they have, like. Loretz just got like Danny told me this. Loretz got like five slow mo, like high speed cameras. Yeah, Houston's had them for like five years, and they have seventy, and that's throughout all of the reaches of minor when, leagues. When is I mean, in the last three seasons? Yeah, at this point in the year, the mm-hmm. Dodgers have been in first place, right? And brought someone up from their farm 
who is the next best pitcher in baseball. Dustin May is a great example. Dustin May. It was, uh, what's his name, Walker Bueller, that kid from Lexington. Yeah. That kid's one of the best pitchers in the National League. Yeah, oh, that was another person who was on the list, was Walker Bueller. Yeah, yeah. And dude, Clayton was on the list. Cy Young conversation. They just drafted him two and a half years ago. I know, I know. That May kid came up. It's like, why do you need this six-foot-four red-headed righty who's nasty? Filth. He's just gonna. He's. You know what he's gonna do is he's gonna get a hold in the World Series. He's oh, gonna yeah. come out of the oh, pen yeah, yeah, yeah. and he'll just get a hold. Oh in yeah, the World Smoltz Series. was Smoltz was talking about that on MLB Network, and Smoltz was like, he was just like, here's the thing with doing that to him is like you might shoehorn him and fuck with him because like he's a starter, he's been stretched out for it. That's what you want him for, and you might stun his growth. Same thing they did with uh, Urias. And I was like, that makes so much sense. It, it like, does think make about sense. it, because your arm is trained for that. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to do. You've got those long innings. You're ready. You're not it's coming in there with two pitches. You're the, not- the count, I mean, I see, of course, I see that. The counter to that is Adam Wainwright. You come up as a rookie, you're you just, closer. You just dominate the postseason. Right. And you come out the next year and go fucking 18 and 7 as a starter. Right. You know, you know exactly. Like, like you're you could, you a pitcher. Could, Right. It's like what we've been talking about all year with Rasil. Do you have yeah. an arm? Yeah. Do you have a live arm? Right. And can hit spots? Do it whenever against whoever. Right. In whatever situation. That's why I love Lucas Sims when he, like... like I know. Because he was like, I'll just pitch. I'm I happy know. to be here. And um, that's that's what I love about him. And, like, at that point, like, you know what you need to do. You need to bring up Cody Reed when he gets back and, he's on, and when he's healthy. And Finnegan, dude, his last start, five innings pitch, one hit. Very efficient. Eight Ks. You know where he went in the offseason to fix his shit? Driveline. Really? That's why, like, I love the Bauer move. Yeah. I'm like, why not? Danny and I were talking about, like, why not get all of these Reds guys to go to driveline in the offseason? Why can't of we course. just? You've got one year to be bros. Just be bros in the offseason. Bro down hard. Hard. Bullpen, starter, some guys in AAA, AA who are close, like yeah. Santillian. Like, call, go to driveline and fucking just, like, let's get really Work out good. all year. Why not? And just talk about, like, talk about wanting to right. win the division next season. And then continue after that, see how Bauer does, and see how that relationship grows, and see if there is chemistry, and he doesn't get, like, too crazy. He doesn't, like get like fucking wild and like cut his dick on a drone right but like <laughs> like have him be there and after that if it all works out keep signing him to one year deals if he comes back he that's his that's probably going to be the rest of his career is that every season is an audition for the next well season. he said that he wants to just do one year deals and if he signs a multi-year deal that he has to take uh, baseball to the nuts yeah. off of like a pitching machine He's a wild guy. I love it. He's I know a wild he's eccentric. Guy. I understand that people hate him for his personality. How he's a troll on Twitter. And I he's just aggressive. Love it. I'm a fan, dude. What are we fucking talking about here? He's white Yasiel Puig who's pitching, dude. He is he's white Puig on let the him mound. Be, exactly. Let him be that. It's the same thing. I'd rather have that personality on the mound yeah. who goes once out every five days than someone. That is in right field every day, being that personality because you only have to deal with it so much. And then in the in the dugout, you have you're talking about pitching, you're talking about what you need to fix and what you're doing wrong, and you have just another pitching coach. When we were texting during the Cubs game today, what did you say about Puig and Scooter? And I think. Th- I mean, and this was in the middle of 
Aquino having the fastest exit velocity of any ball yeah. hit in the league this year, and Irvin going off. And this was it was it was a very optimistic part of the game. But what did you say? Let me go with this. Yeah. Just write me out on all of this. Write it. I think that Puig was a massive distraction, even though we didn't see it exteriorly. I think interiorly he was. If you follow his Instagram, which I did, you noticed he was out with guys and they were out. They were being fun boys. Yeah. You know, they were probably out drinking, having a good time. I've heard stories about Puig with other people being out. I think he was having a good time in Cincinnati without pressure. But the problem was I think that that got out of hand, but it was snuck under the rug. Yeah, we kept it. We Very quiet. Yeah. And so that's why he had a bad start to the year and realized he needed to pick it up. So he was kind of not out as much unless it was with teammates right. and letting that happen. I think he was a massive distraction in the fact that, like, he was a – he's like uh, – I guess he is the superstar of this team. Everyone's yeah. looking at him. Yeah. So there was – It's crazy, man. I thought I was going to miss him so much more. I don't miss him I all. love watching But But Urban like my thing, my thing is with that overall with Puig, I'm like, I think that we swept it under the rug. He was an issue. And it's starting to show with how everybody else is playing and how the offense has picked up since the All-Star break and yeah. even more since he's been gone. You see it. Aquino's been on fire. Um, By the way, Aquino? Right. Fucking crazy. Monster. Um, Peraza's been hitting better. We'll get to him later. But, like, everyone has stepped up their game since he's been gone. And I think that he was a negative leader. It didn't show. There were a couple of cool moments where he walked it off, but overall, I think he was a detractor. Yeah. It, but it didn't show. It didn't show on the field. It kind of kept it quiet because it's Cincinnati. Yeah. But yeah. I think he was a detractor. And we, we hopped right in. We're talking about the Reds. I like it. I dig it. We'll, we'll, we'll riff about our weeks whenever we fucking want to. But, like, there's a lot to talk about right now. But don't, but don't you agree with me? I yeah. mean... Of course, I'm not. No, I'm I, not. I'm not unbiased here. Yeah, I, I might be going. I don't think it's too much of a stretch, and I don't think anyone's talked about that. Well, I mean, I mean, I look into, what's happened since he's not been on the team. Exactly. I There's, mean, that, that, it, it could be a coincidence, but it's probably not. And it's created competition, especially with Scooter leaving. Like we were always waiting, like for him to come back and be the three fifty, three forty nine hitter with thirty bombs that he was, and he wasn't. And he was not. He wasn't. Like when I was sitting across the table from him painting bowls. Yeah. Like he was cool and everything, but like I felt like a weight there. You know what I mean? Isn't it? Like you feel something when you walk into a room. He walked in, and I was like. There's something a little off. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's vibes. Yeah. And I, I hate being that person and not, like, going straight numbers. Vibes But there exist. was a vibe. Vibes Where exist. it was like he was an alpha. Well, you can go straight numbers and come up with the same point that you're making right now. He was an alpha without the bite. Yeah. Especially this season. It's pretty wild. I know Panic's numbers were down, but it's really wild that the Giants, in the middle of trying to do what we're doing, cut just cut Panic and just... Pushed all in with Scooter. I think it's crazy. I, yeah, think, I think they it's made a mistake. Fucking wild. Me too. Panic is like Panic could. I mean, he's he's been two like two eleven this year. He's been dog shit, but he's been, defensively it's solid. Been bad, but I mean, last year he batted two eighty five. Right. He had a bunch of important home runs for him. Yeah. Like yeah, that. that and especially me. during the stretch when they won their last World Series, like yeah. Joe Panic was there. It's just crazy, and I I, I don't think I'm on. Unbi- I don't think I'm I'm. I'm crazy by saying all of this. No. I really don't. But it's it's something you kind of who I forget who I was talking to about it. Um, but P- 
Pete Rose told this person. They're like, that's not a good team. I'm like, why? And he goes, why? It's like, well, they're not all up on the edge of the dugout. They're not all there. They're all doing their own little thing. But tonight, when I looked over to the dugout, everybody was up on the edge, and they were watching the game. They were rooting everybody on. The only person who was in the back, Dietrich, talking to Derek, Derek Johnson. He was just kind of doing his own thing. Well, Dietrich just got put down a little bit. He's got left shoulder inflammation. Right, as he should. I mean, at this point, Dietrich is... It's surpri- I'm surprised he's not been DFA'd. More or less only a mojo guy. Right, of course. He's like I mean, a- he's, he's, he's like... If he, if, he, if he starts three more games, he's, he, he could dip under 200. He's not going to start. You know? No, games. no, but I'm saying, like, with enough at-bats... As right. cold as he is right now, we right. could look up and Derek Dietrich is batting 197. Right. I mean, he's been batting 106 in his past 30 games. Yeah. Might even be worse it's now. Pretty rough. So, like, you got. I mean, I, I don't. I don't think I'm wrong here, and I think that when he comes off the IL, I would just DFA that motherfucker. As much as I hate saying it, I've got the sprayer next to me signed with the chain. Yeah. And as much as, like, with You're Daryl Dietrich. I love it. I love being Daryl Dietrich. I truly appreciate it. But as a f- member of the family, yeah. it is time to move on and let Brian O'Grady be up here and see what he's got. Beef O'Grady's, dude. Dude, I love his player nickname. Yeah, beef. beef. Also, well, but, Shout out but, to let, the- but, but let them let do their thing and let this, these young guys come in and see if they can make that push and see if that's something yeah. that gets us to the postseason. Because if we don't get it, that's fine. Because this season has already been an accomplishment because we're talking about them in contention in August. It, we're st- absolutely. These that's- are meaningful reps. Anytime that Van Meter is up. It's like it simulates a playoff game. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's yep. sim- it, these these are meaningful games for these kids to be playing in. Yep. There's pressure, dude. It was full of blue, but still, in front of eighteen to twenty thousand people. Yeah. It's a, a, st- way a steer dace hit a ball as hard as a human can. Yeah. And the he punisher. got to, and he got to feel that. You yeah. know, he got to feel that. That dude's a monster. Yeah. He There's had no reason. Three ribs. There's no reason to go out unless there's a significant dip. Well, when he if hit, there's a huge dip, and there might be, there might be, but I don't think so. The way that he barrels the ball, yeah, that's just some natural shit. Well, he's what 24 going on 25. Yeah, we signed him when he was 16. In yeah, we 2011, about that. yeah, in yeah. 2011, we signed him when he was 16 out of the Dominican. Yeah, and he's just kind of been dicking around on buses. <laughs> Just being six foot four and Just going wiry. from low way all the way up. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, this year he already hit 29 bombs in Louisville. Really? Like 79 ribs. Batting 364. Oh, I didn't realize that was his minor league line. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. He, 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 you he need this to is what you need. Clean up. This is, this is your guy. Stick him right there. Hey, guess what? You're going to be four. Um, you've got power. What clearly. about when he fucking hosed Almara in the first inning? This hosed him. I mean, it was almost like a standing up. Wait, um, wait, wait. Albert Omura in the first inning this morning, or this game. This morning. <laughs> this morning, when they played it. Oh, uh, when they just, when he raked on Hamels? No, no, no. I'm talking like when from the outfield, from right field. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Almora. Oh, thought that he was would, a gun. He thought he was trotting in with a stand up double. I thought he meant hose. I was like, no, I'm, no, I'm no. Dumb. Hosed the shit out of him. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was fuck. It was like Vladimir Guerrero arm. I mean, it, he was dead to fucking which rights. And that's had, a leadoff hitter, which dude. That guy's had, fast. We had his cousin last year. Yeah, I remember. And he sucked. Yeah, he was not good. Dude, it imagine... It was fun to watch in BP. Imagine having that kind of, like, baseball heritage and 
wasting it. Yeah, just Well, getting, not even wasting it, but more of like you get to ride on your laurels and have that last name. Contracts. It's money made on your last name only. Oh, that's Speaking the of dream. that, well, we, uh, that's, that's a whole other episode, but what the fuck, Bo Bichette? That's not a whole other episode. He is insane. What the fuck? That guy went for, he, he batted bet, he like 600 his first 10 yeah, games. And he's got like 10 fucking extra, extra base, base hits. hits. It's the most ever Just in Major League history. Just smacking all over the field. You know what sucks? I hate saying this. Jake was in town. And he was like, Bo Bichette's about to get called up. And I was like, I already have a second baseman. I don't need him for my fantasy team. And I watched him, and then after two games, he was just gone off the wire. Of course he was. God damn it, Jake. He was right. But, no, it's Bo Bichette. Like, it's cool. I think the Blue Jays are going to be fun to watch in general just because, like, you've got Biggio, Guerrero, Biggio, and three Hall of Famers. They just called up up a guy from AAA who pitched six lights-out innings, only gave up, like, two hits and had nine Ks. Cy Young's (laughs) (laughs) great-great-grandson. That's so cool that they have Biggio. I think about across the league, the fact that three, Biggio, Bichette, Guerrero are all yeah. in one team. Two of them are Hall of Famers' sons. But you got Yastrzemski, who's an everyday starter Grandson, in San Francisco. Yeah. Who else? Do you, who else is a lineage guy? There's a couple more in the uh, Tatis, Fernando Tatis. Yeah, the line of the Shields. Yeah, like it's cool, man. There, there it, 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 imagine your dick is that good. Your cum is so good. Which yeah, we talked about neighborhood plays. Your cum is so good. Yeah. that it makes a monster. Well, not only that, I think that you got that good cum. But I think, <laughs> but I think the reason why, like the most common denominator between professional athletes, is being related to professional athletes yeah. more so than the genetics and the athleticism, right. is that they know how to do it. If your dad was a pro, you know how to, a good pro, you know how to act. Let me you know how to you. carry yourself. You know what I'm saying? Let me counter you. Bo Bichette, he was on Intentional Tom. What a great Tom. name. Bo Bichette? Bo Bichette. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Sounds like a fancy French cheese yeah, dip. Yeah, it's a fancy Star Wars fucking character. <laughs> Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette. Oh, he's a bounder honey for pussy. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, Bo Bichette, <laughs> he was on Intentional Talk, which is trash. Be- not because of, of Rose, it's Millar. I mean, come on, clear out the frat house. Like I'm I, Kevin Millar. I'm fucking Guy Fieri without blonde hair. <laughs> oh, four champ. I'm yeah, like, check me out with my goatee. Uh-huh. He's just like watching just like a, just a fading star. Like, I can't wait to watch him get replaced. He's just an old bro. The oldest bro. You know, just an old bro. Yeah, like he's the guy who won't leave the frat house. Yeah, he just now found out about White Claw <laughs> and, and won't shut up about it. Yeah, because his wife was drinking it while he was getting cucked. <laughs> um, but, like, uh, Boba Show was like, yeah, I wanted to be a professional tennis player. That was his dream growing up. And, like, he was like, I want to do tennis. And then, like, my dad pushed me towards tennis. And... Eventually, like it was split between tennis and baseball, and I chose baseball because I was bad. I was just better at yeah. it. My dad didn't want me to do it with all the time on the road and all this stuff, and not and the inconsistent schedule. But I, yeah, I, I can't remember if I did it this season or last season. But uh, I went to a Reds game as a young child with my dad and my uncle Steve, and. Uh, Dante Bichette didn't tag up at a ball on third base, and it cost us the game. He was yeah. on third. He didn't tag up to at a ball at the fucking warning track. Yeah. And my dad and my Uncle Steve, the whole way walking back to the car, they just kept saying, Dante Bird shit. 
Oh, I've heard that so yeah, many yeah, times. Dante Bird shit. Oh, I remember being a kid and hearing that in left field when yeah. he would just can a corn. Yeah. Dante Bird shit. Yeah. And then we tra- he played for us for, what, like 80 games and traded him to the Red Sox. Yeah. And he just went off. Yeah. He did want to go off a little bit. But, I mean... I mean, like, it's, it's cool to see that stuff. It's it's really cool, and I'm glad to be a part of that and watching, like, BGO, who, like, was a part of my childhood, yeah. and watching the link Straight happen. up. It's, uh, speaking of tennis. He's the reason why I didn't wear batting gloves. Oh, really? You yeah. weren't a batting gloves guy? I wasn't a batting gloves guy. Oh, my parents wouldn't buy me two batting gloves. They said, you only need one. I'm like, no, I need two. No, fuck you. This isn't golf, Mom. No, I got this. I got this, Nance. How am I going to look cool and put both of my batting gloves hanging out of my back pockets when I get on first? <laughs> also, how am I doing my Sean Casey impression with just one batting glove? No shit. Yeah. Yeah. Once I, got, I have one batting glove, am I just going to reset dude, it 50 times? First season, I got two batting gloves, dude. I did the Sean Casey yeah. one up. First at-bat, hit a double in the gap. That's what I'm talking about, baby. The tight. mayor. I used oh. to uh, cock it like Joe Morgan. Oh, that's cool My shit. back elbow. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Dude, speaking of tennis, Monica Puig hit out. The first pitch to me. It was filthy. Dude, it was like It was like she knew exactly how to hit it. It's like she's a professional tennis tennis player. (laughs) Yeah, but fuck me. Uh, I was sitting in the Diamond Club, and I leaned over to the table next to me, and I was just being an asshole, and I leaned over. I was like, she's got a higher batting average than her fucking boyfriend right now. Yeah, no shit. And then everyone was like standing up, clapping. They brought me over like two cakes. Good for you. And then like they wheeled out a keg. I did a keg stand. That a boy? I got to. You're the mayor of those seats. Dude, I got to punch Dietrich. It was awesome. Punch him right in his face? Right in his face, and he couldn't come back because he has a low hitting average. That's I mean, Dietrich's come girl. Come on. Come on. Come on. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it was cool. It, it's not on the Reds' Instagram, but it's oh, for yeah, sure going to be on Barstool. I saw it on the Instagram. Oh, you but, did? But his girlfriend? Yeah, Monica Puig. And Dietrich. I just got to punch Dietrich. No, but they are dating? Yeah, they be fucking. They've been fucking for a while. I didn't know that they were fucking. Yeah, you didn't realize that on the screen, it, like when we were there, it was like, it was like Dietrich's better, way better half. Oh like wow, I didn't realize that. They didn't say that, but it was like Dietrich's girlfriend. No, but just like professional the, tennis the video itself was just so cool. It's like this. She just hits it overhand and dips. It's a fucking strike. Yeah, but I, I wanted it's her. A, to, it's I, a it's a it's a sinker, dude. I wanted him to. I wanted someone to go out there in full catcher's gear, <laughs> no one behind her, and just try to have her like just Andy Rodigan serve it like a hundred ten <laughs> miles an hour down the dick. How yeah. sick would that be? Oh, question: Do you find uh, Serena hot? Yeah, fucking okay, talking good, about. Good. There's people who don't. I don't get it. I think she's very very hot. She's the She's alpha a, woman. Yeah. Oof. Oh my God, Serena beat my ass. Dude, peg me. For yeah. Sure. Oh, dude, I'd get fucked by Serena. Yeah, in a minute. Kidding me? If it meant that I could have one of her eggs and create a superhuman baby, done in a heartbeat, dude. <laughs> also, be, you'd be sitting there watching. I'd be at like a pee wee football game. You'd be like, Lee, which one's your boy out there? I'd be like, it's that fucking. He's at, he's thirteen. He's six foot three. <laughs> sweet chocolate skin, blue eyes. It's the kid with his dick dragging out of his pants. You're dragging around. Yeah, dude. It's the uh, one. It's the one. It's the one with the dick that's bigger than the first and ten marker. Dude, if you're a guy, then the chains. It's bigger than the chains. Yeah, if you're a guy who doesn't think the Williams sisters are hot, you're one of two things: racist or gay. Yep. <laughs> what are you talking Venus about? Venus is a little iffy. Look at the. Look at but the she's bodies. So she's hot. Powerhouse bodies. Dude. Yeah, dude, it's a brick house. Powerhouse bodies. Biggest Oof. butt you ever seen in person. <sighs> also, with, when I said like I would let Serena peg me in a minute, it would only last a minute because I'd be coming. Oh yeah. 
It's over. Oh, dude. Absolutely. Dude, she can overhand serve my asshole. <laughs> and we call fault in a minute. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that while you were hitting the mid vape pit. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. That was, that I knew was it was funny. good. Um, uh, here's a thought that I had. Okay. Um, Come at me. So Puig goes out in a ball of fury. We get in the, You're wearing the shirt. The giant brawl. Yeah, which we got a cease and desist for. Yeah, but it seemed all fun and games. Sure. Reds, fuck Clint Hurdle. We're in the front of baseball tonight. Mm. Everyone's talking about it, right? It's cool. Amir Garrett becomes a meme. People who don't know anything about baseball have seen the image of Amir Garrett. I mean, it was the top story on MLB Network for three days. Yeah, so it's a big deal, right? It was the mouse in the palace, right? Right. Oh, man, I love that mouse in the palace. Yeah. I've never heard that. Yeah, the mouse in the palace is the 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 Ron Artest, the Indians and the uh, the Indians, the Indiana Pacers and the Detroit Pistons. When is they that got what they called it? The malice in the palace. I thought you said mouse in the palace. Oh, no, no, the malice in the palace. I like mouse in the palace because it's a small a small thing raising yeah. a big issue. Yeah, yeah, I think right. mouse in the palace might. That's, that's actually a good saying. Dude. It's just a mouse in the palace, like a, a small issue that ends up, it's actually a big deal. <laughs> because It ate all the cheese. Well, here we are. We're sitting here talking all this shit. Oh, yeah, this is a playoff game. We got a four-game four series against the, uh, against the Cubbies. Uh, we don't have Jared Hughes. Where he, he's just now spending. Just today. We don't have Amir Garrett. We do. We have Amir. Oh, is Amir playing? You can only suspend one pitcher at a time. But so is it just completely arbitrary up to It's up to Joe Torrey. To just say, Oh yeah, now I know that you guys have your biggest four games of the season. But, you're, you're but you can't have Hughes. Right. And that's that's a big fucking deal. But they, they all but here's the thing, they all appealed, so it could be shorter. Yeah. But I don't think Amir's is gonna be shorter. No, I mean, Amir is lucky that he got five games. Bell is lucky he only got Six. Bell ended up on the ground in a physical fight. Also, yeah, I mean, you're right, but at the same time, I'm like, look what, what Freddie did when Bell was gone. Oh, it's good luck. Four and two. Yeah. And then look what happened tonight. Yeah. Look what's happened every time Bell has been suspended. I'm not trying to start anything. I'm just saying, Freddie is, I think, six and two. As the manager. Skip. I mean, and Freddie said, like, it put 10 years on my life. I didn't want to, you know, but it was fun being a manager. Yeah. I'm not saying Bell's doing the wrong thing or anything. I'm not doing that. But what I am saying is look at the results that Freddie got. Yeah. And the manager, I mean, it doesn't matter as much, but it mattered tonight. Yeah. Leaving Hernandez and putting him back out there. That fucking noodle-armed bitch. Just getting shelled, dude. Dude, he looks like shit. It is flat. Yeah, it's, he's throwing. It's he's throwing ninety-two mile power fastballs in the middle down the middle. seam with no movement, and it's. Just, I mean, it's like it's to a bad. good to a bunch of major league hitters. It's BP, dude. I he tried to fucking teed off on him, dude. Man. Tonight I tried to start a DFA chant, and Alicia pulled me down. She pulled me down. She's like, "No, there's someone behind you. Please don't." So it's a little close to the players. You were three rows away from them. I was. A row from them. Yeah. There was a row in front of me, then the net. And then there was a guy in the front row. I mean, can you... There was a guy in the front row who just kept asking players, Hey, hey, Bell sucks. Why do you put Hernandez back out? Like, he asked everybody who came out after that. Every person. Kyle Farmer pitched better than him in one and two-thirds. Yes. One and two-thirds. It was cool That guy got fucking five outs. 
Yeah, and they just – it was just like a knuckle – it was just a little soft knuckle curve. Yeah. Just like something you goof with your friends when you throw. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the – I'm not the, saying it's a – of course it's not an answer, but like – No, it's not an answer, but it's like – It's better than what Peraza did when he pitched. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, catchers make interesting last-minute pitchers because of that short arm, arm motion that they have. Yeah. So it's like whenever you see a catcher pitch, it is kind of like that little slurvy knuckle curve thing. Yeah. Just because they're throwing from right behind their ear. Right. You know, it just comes that's, out. They're throwing like that's how R. I would Dickey. throw twelve six. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It I can. Th- I would do from the ear right behind the ear. Yep, I would throw my twelve six from behind the ear, and it just bottoms. Kyle Farmer, I like him on our team. I like him a lot. We, we talked about him a lot. Do you think he's on our team next year? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Do we have him locked up, or do you think it's that we... our arbitration shit? Okay. I mean, it's like we have him. I think for like two more years. We might end the season with Jose Iglesias leading our team in batting average. And there hasn't been an extension talk at all? It. Chad Johnson fucking pissed me the fuck off. Look, I know that Chad's been searching out listening to Red's podcast. He talked about Hunt for the Red October, which is... Chad? Dotson, who's okay, the host Dotson. of Red Lake yeah, Nation. We've talked about him before. He came out and he le- released some stats on his Twitter about how he's not that good. Jose? Well, well, like with you can av- make any stats say what you want them exactly. to. Exactly. But look at it, dude. Look what he's doing to our offense. Give me a better option. A shortstop. Give me a better option that is just as cheap. Yeah. Someone you can sign for just as cheap. If he if he doesn't play shortstop or someone for that us you can year. trade for, yeah. that's not going to cost as much. Yeah. Give me that person. There isn't one. Or else you can lick my asshole yeah. and fuck off. After I pooped. Oh, you're getting all the right corn after kernels. I poop. You're getting all the kernels. No, it's ridiculous. Get you those fucking starches. Fuck you. No, it's no, I- fuck off. Like fuck off with all this negative talk with him. Yeah, for for real. Like he was a guy who didn't have a job when we talked about it in February. There was a the week before that we there was an episode. I'm like, why is he not signed? That'd be a great pickup. And what happened that next week? Yeah, we signed him. And what's happening right now in the first week of August? Hmm. He's playing. Be- he's not playing better than his the back of his card. Dude, he is he- playing. On part to it because he is a 278 career hitter and he's batting 286. You can't fucking tell me. Like, he's hitting better with runners in scoring position for sure, but that's because he's playing on a better team where runners are in scoring position because they're putting him lower in the average, lower in the lineup. And it's and nice no. to see him batting fifth because then it gives him a chance to get some people in front of him to move them and get more RBIs. You can't, you can't, you can put whatever stat you want in front of me, but when I see results like that, you can fucking eat my ass. Yeah. And it's it's Agreed. it's just it's just right there. Agreed. He'll be thirty next year. So what? You don't need him long term. Sign him for two years, sixteen point five max, sixteen point five. Because guess what? That's better than what he was going to get on the open market. Yeah. But last season. But it's also a reward and a thank you for playing out of your mind for an entire one hundred sixty-two yeah. game. Season. And he's not a person who's going to rest on his laurels. Knock on wood, he hasn't missed a fucking game. Yep. I mean, the only time that he's missed a game is when it's yep. they're just moving it around and Peraza right. gets the run or right. something. What are you going to do? Let him go and walk to Arizona? No, but him... it, what you just said is fact. Opening day next year, who's going? Who's the better option at shortstop? Who's the better option at six? Who's also the better option at second? Peraza's yeah. been playing at second, and where's Van Meter been? Va- so you trade Puig, you trade Scooter. We're sitting there thinking. Praise the Lord, we're going to get to see Van Meter and Irvin every day. And, I mean, I guess it's because of the Aquino thing. 
But you would still like to think that you would see... No. Van Meter's natural position is second base. Well, then slide him the fuck in! Uh, slide him on in! Uh. I know. I don't understand why... I think the reason they keep Peraza at seconds is like, this is the show me time. And tonight, he did it again. As in, didn't show me? didn't show me. Offensively, a little bit. But, oh, dude, this beer is awesome. So we're drinking the Prairie Grass Dividing Leaves of Grass Series. It's the number two. It's a Goza-styled brewed with plum, salt, and coriander from Bell's. Man, you sell me a beer that has salt in it, and I will drink it. Dude, this beer is awesome. I'm a big fan. We're probably going to drink the other two, too. But, like, this beer is... This is awesome. And it's a limited edition from Bell's. So we're making Lucas really jealous right now. Because I sent him a picture. That is. Lucas loves. Lucas is the shit. Dude, isn't he awesome? Yeah, Lucas was dope. That so was a very cool outing. He um, he holds a very special place in my life. Because I went, in, when I was a sophomore, going into sophomore year of high school, um, I spent oh, that's tasty. three weeks with my family in Colorado. And I was like, I need to be away from you. And I got back, and I immediately called Lucas. I'm like, can I stay with you for a week? He's like, yeah, if you don't mind coming with me to my my, my dad's, and we'll go to my mom's. Like anyone else's family. Fine. <laughs> That's fine. This is perfect. And, like, I remember every moment. It's one of those, those things where it's like, I remember every moment from every day. And I talked to him about it when he came back, and he was like, oh, yeah, I remember those, too. I'm like, so those were both impactful moments in yeah. our lives that were like, instrumental. He's like, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, like, you know, it was nice to, like, reconnect with him. Um, so it was it was cool, man. I was really happy. Yeah, to it was see him. cool meeting him at all. Yeah, he's he's like he's like one of those people like you kind of you. I text him. I finally started texting regularly, but he's like one of those people you see and you're like you didn't miss anything. Yeah, don't miss a beat. You just pick up right where you left yeah, off. That's nice. Just, it was cool. It was really cool. I'm tearing up, but he was awesome. Um, yeah, that that whole last meeting was great. Jake was like, "Yeah, I got to catch a flight in four hours. Here's a bunch of weed." <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, so you got the oil, too. Yeah. I'm sitting on a, a little vial of 100 milligrams of THC-infused coconut oil that I could just destroy another human being with. Yeah, that's it right there. You could just put I that in, you just put that into someone's mashed potatoes and just be like, they'll, they'll just trip their balls off. He God. also left me this pen. And it's a pen bottom. And you just get a little cartridge on it. I have one. Oh, you have one. Someone gave me one at the wedding, like as a wedding gift. Where that is, dog. <coughs> Somewhere. We don't know where it is. got to find it before tomorrow. So. An embarrassment of riches around this, the Devoraporium. Oh, yeah. Lucas came in. He's like, I feel like this is a museum of everything. It really is, man. That's why you can't move, man. This place fucking rules. Well, we're going to move upstairs. So. Yeah. Oh, just the same building, just... Up. It's twice the size. Oh, you should. It has a rooftop patio. Yeah, you got to. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's cool. How much more is that a month? Yeah, whatever. It's We're, we're trying to figure out how it's going to be the same, because there's some issues, but like we can go like, hey, we can fix them. And then I'll be like, hey, Dad, can you fix them? Yeah, know how that goes. Yeah. Word, dog. So it's like you'd rather us clean down here where there's the issues you already know of and yeah. you can fix, which is the skylight. Yeah. Or... We can stay here, and then you have to fix a shit ton upstairs. Yeah, exactly. Well, that negotiation will be fun, and holy shit, I hope you get a patio. Oh, it'll be easy, because we've been, like, hitting him up for the past two weeks. He's been in Europe. Is it vacant? Yeah. Come on. So, well, he's he's coming back, I think, next week, and we're going to have a sit down and be like, come on, guy, you know the deal. He's like, yeah, you're right. He's a cool dude, so I have no issue. That's fucking awesome, man. But, yeah, um... 
So I'm pretty psyched. Mm. Isn't oh, this beer awesome? It's so good. Um, obviously, these numbers have... I, I updated the board. Uh, we're eight games back in the division, four and a half from the wild card. Last check. It's Thursday night at 1249. Let's see what happened here. Giants won, so that means we are now wild card. We're still four and a half back. That is not that much. No, that doesn't make sense. That is not that much. Is that game over? Yeah, it's over. They're 57-59. Yeah, we're only four and a half, dude. Four and a half games out. But here's the thing. It's like, it's so funny. Like, fucking, here's how fucking cocky the East Coast is. Last night, they displayed the Giants as, like, the last wild card spot. During the, I was watching the Diamondbacks. I know, I saw that. And I was like, you fucking Fuck you bitches. guys. We're right in the hunt. So yeah, you've been you've been going to Mikey's late night? Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's awesome. Good have you done the one of have you not done the one Yeah, I, I did the hot dog show there a couple times. How many hot dogs did you get? <sighs> the first show I like they really fucked me over hard. And yeah. it was like any time I like smiled or touched the mic stand. And then, so I got like nineteen hot dogs and I ate a dozen. You ate a dozen I hot dogs? I ate a dogs. dozen hot dogs. Dustin cut me off. What, because you were just enjoying yourself too no, much? No, he cut me off because he said we were going to run out of hot dogs if I just let you keep going. I think it's because he was afraid. He was a little bitch. Yeah, a little bitch ass. It wouldn't let me fucking get all the dogs and beat his record. So the, the num- some of these numbers have changed, obviously, because Lance McAllister tweeted this on Monday. Oh, I love this tweet. But so, you know, we'll, we could decipher uh, the math out, right? We can see how many games. This is in the group chat, right? Yeah, yeah. The, and I screenshotted this, and I've been living by this, right? Right. So Lance McAllister on Monday. So these numbers have changed a little bit. They've changed. Okay, so. By three games. Three games. And then we can figure it all out, right? I can do that math right now. So, which means that it would be 13 out of the next nine games are at home. Yeah, okay. So, we've or 13 out of the next nine. Nine out of the next 13? Nine out of the yeah, next, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, on Monday, the Reds had 52 games remaining. 13 out of those 16 were at home. We're seven and a half back in the Central, five and a half back in the Wild Card. 15 games against teams that are ahead of us in the NL Central. What's the 21 on there? 27 teams ahead in the wild 27 teams against versus teams ahead of us in the wild card. 31 versus teams with winning records. 21 games left out of 49 games with teams with losing records. And then out of the 49 games left, we have 13 games against last place teams. Now, here's what I like about that. We have... 31 games against people with winning records. What we I like up. about that, yeah, exactly, we play up. Yeah, we play up. We play up. And it's a classic Cincinnati sports. We're like idiot. seven games over 500 against the Cubs this year. If, like I said last it's fucking last, crazy. Like I, it, it's different now. It would be 84 and 78 if we yeah. just played the Brewers and the Cubs. Yeah. So, like, that's a very good winning percentage. Good year. That's a great year. That's a that's your in-the-playoffs year. Yeah. I, it's honestly just going to take what I put on the board. Yeah, 83, 83 and, and 79, 79 gets you your uh-huh. elite, maybe even playing in the game. Mo was preaching today, and he has been. It's like, if you win the next 30 out of 50, you're in. Of course. I mean, that's that's math. And I honestly think we can do that with the schedule coming up. I mean, the first time, the first series we won this year was against the Marlins, and we swept them. Yeah, 
in Miami. No, uh, I thought it was at home. It was. Because the next four are in... Are in Miami. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. You're right. I know. I feel good about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, that's... 30, 30 out of 20 is doable. And at this point, 30, it would be... Yeah. It would, you know, we, we got 49 games left. Just keep chipping. Like yeah. we've said this entire year, just keep winning series. Just keep winning series. And a couple of them, you got to sweep. Yeah. And there's a Must. realistic possibility of doing that. Yeah. The Diamondbacks are going to get worse. The giant, the only team that we they don't, don't the yeah. only team we don't play in that stretch is the Giants. That's it. We play everybody else. We play the Mets at home. And you know, honestly, that's kind of scary with the way that JD Davis is hitting and Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso has and 37 home runs. The dude's a beast. He's making 500 grand this year. He doubled his salary by winning the Derby. That is that's stupid. so fun. It's stupid. So like I, the, it's crazy to see the Brewers and the Nationals at the top of this. St. Louis bottomed out this weekend against the Dodgers, which as every team should bottom out against the Dodgers. They are going to the World Series. Yeah. Like, and they th- are an immovable force. So this is an arbitrary amount of games, but it's how many show up when you Google red schedule, right? So out of our last 12 games... We beat the Rockies three to one. We beat the Rockies three to two. We beat the Pirates eleven to six. We lost to the Pirates eleven to four. Then we win four one against the Pirates. Then we lose four one against the Braves. Then we win five two against the Braves. Lose five four oh. against the Braves. Win six four against the Braves. We should have won three out of four of those against the Braves. Yeah, it's one of the best teams in the league. And the finals went five or four one loss, five two win. 5-4 loss, 6-4 win, and we should have been 3-1. Do you see the num- the difference, the, the, what, the, what the trend is there? One run one, loss. One run loss. And it's it's because the— you, you, I'll look it up in the group chat. That you, did you put that list together of, of dumb, win, dumb losses by the Reds? Yeah, I screenshotted it and put it up. Yeah, it was from—I forget. I think it, what, what, what group I follow put it up. But if we would have won all of our one-run games, we'd be 10.5 up in the division. Yeah. Wow. And that was, like, last week. So, like, it's just, I mean, the issue is it's always changing, but now we have a solidified, like, one, two, three, four. Like, we have, we've had a solidified, like, group. Like, Tyler Malley has done a good job. It's a, he's been a serviceable four, and Disco's been a serviceable five. Yeah. But now you have Wood as a serviceable four. Yeah. He, I mean, he wasn't tonight. It was his fourth start. Or was that his second start? Or uh, no, no. Uh, he it was third. his third start. Third start. But he's he has it. I mean, he, it's 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 an obvious third start. His longest outing up to this point was five innings on the dick. You think he kind of got? I think he got figured out. Absolutely. So he's got to make his adjustments. He's yeah. got to go to DJ and be like, "All right, what do I got to do? What am I doing?" These he people- looked a little flat. He looked flat. I mean, he he just it just nothing was really breaking going his way. So that's good. Yeah, it's uh, the vape juice I have. Ugh, I'm that guy now. <laughs> I hate it. I used to shit on those people so hard. Nah, fuck them, man. You're not a sig boy anymore. But it was it's pineapple, cherry, and... Something. It honestly comp- compliments this Goso very well. Yeah, salt, coriander. <laughs> very nice. I, dude, I, I think I'm switching. Lucas and I talked about this. It's like... I would rather have a great lager, a great Pilsner, or an awesome Goza, or a table beer over, like, a dynamite double IPA 
every fucking day. Every day. But, like, there's moments I love double IPAs. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, I've got a ton of shit in my pantry, like a killer porter or stout. Yeah. Or killer stout. I had this but beer it, the other day. I can't remember who made it. It was called a common ale. Oh, common ale. Um, that would be West Side. They just have what's called West, West Side. West Side Brew. Yeah. This that, is common dude, it's ale. It's such a good table Easy beer. drinking. It's such tart. a good beer. Yep. Yeah. Such a good beer. And it's four and a half percent, so you can drink it all day. Drink fucking ten of Because, like, you drink a couple of doubles and you're fucked. Yeah. So. But, like, these cool pastry stout, like, the other things, like, you can make, everyone's, like, can make all these cool, he said, these cool, like, pastry stouts yeah. are, like, ten and a half, or, like, these double IPAs, but you can't drink it all day. You have one, and you're, like, whew, Plat- give me a minute. Platform has a beer, and it's, the word life is in the title. Mm-hmm. It's called, like, Life is Sweet or something. Yeah. And it's this Key Lime Pie Goza, where the main flavor profile is graham cracker crust. That's fun. It's the best beer I've had this summer. Did you hear about Platform, though? What about them? They got bought out by Anheuser-Busch. <sighs> That's fine. That's fine. doesn't mean the brewers are going to change or anything. Sure. It just means the infrastructure is going to change a little bit. That little spot they have down on Main Street right next to the hub? It's cool. It's a cool little space. Awesome little coffee shop. Yeah, no shit. I love it. It is a coffee shop. I need to start working there instead of at this kitchen table. Yeah. I'm here too long. Yeah. We're sitting here doing the podcast. Uh, well, mostly I've been driving around. I drove close to 500 miles this week. Just site to site to getting, site, getting store to store shirts. to store, move them, move them, move them, baby. Yep. Which is great. I love it. I honestly do love it. It's way better than working in the warehouse. Well, we were sitting there speaking of Billy's job. We can talk a little bit about ourselves right now, I guess. Uh, Billy DeVore, he's got these sweet Cincy shirt cards on the table, and it says, Billy DeVore. Director of Custom Sales, Cincinnati Chili Historian. <laughs> it says it on his fucking business card, cool? dude. It's so always, cool, man. We always get a second title, and I, it used to be Hoagie Enthusiast. Yeah, no, but, but now like, that's no. a whole new thing. Yeah, Hoagie I, didn't even make the album, dog. Hoagie's still sitting there waiting for some love. Yeah, it is. That's number two. It's a good looking. Uh, it's a good looking card, there, friend. I'm proud of you. Thanks. So if you need shirts, get at me. Yeah, for sure. It's the only time I've really publicized it. I'm still waiting to, like, there's a few things in the works. We're trying to figure out, like, what to really brand the custom side of it. Yeah. And I said custom natty. Great idea. So, and it's, like, kind of separate. We've got a couple other cool things in the works, but, you know, so. A custom idea would be fun. Just the, like, you know, the world wants, people of the world want the world to be theirs. Customization's oh. everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this I is know. my shirt. Oh, dude, I know. I've, I've been battling a certain restaurant and a certain graphic designer all week on, like, this guy handed me a Pantone. It's cool to talk about. They haven't gotten back to yeah. me after, like, 80 emails. And he was like, I need this shirt to match this. I'm like, well, they don't exactly make that Pantone. Here's 10 shirt options. Yeah. And he was like, not going to do. Not going to do. Mouth, gonna do. mouth the and name then he, of it And then he me. fucking click-clacked. On his phone, on his computer, and like within ten mil- ten e- ten minutes, he would email me back and be like, "Well, this is this is this could work." I'm like, "Well, the problem is that the sizes run small." I know this. I've been working in shirts My for four years, and then one guy sent me this shirt, and it's it was a certain brand, and I'm like, "Well, we're going from one shirt to another shirt. That'd be like driving a Ferrari, getting out and getting into a Geo Metro. That's not the same, and it's also not available locally, and they don't make a women's brand. Yeah, nothing." And I texted the GM of the said restaurant. And uh, he was like, dude, it's been a nightmare. It's not your fault. You're doing a great job. Thank you for working with us. Who was it? They're not open yet. Oh, okay. I still want to know. 
Oh, yeah. Fuck them. Of course, which is fine. Fuck. But that's a part of it. Like, what I've learned a part of sales is, like, you can't... You can always do so much, yeah. and you can, like, I'm very good at it. I'm a people person, I'm knowledgeable, and I want to just make it happen. I'm not, like, the money's great, but I just want to make you happy. You're not operating on, like, quotas I'm, only. You're not no. selling cars. No, I'm selling you it's a the love product. of the game. Exactly. Yeah, you, you actually give a fuck about it. I love doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, you know, that was my problem being in the warehouse. I was too neat. I wanted things to be this, 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 instead yeah. of just getting it out, which was kind of my downfall because I cared too much. And uh, I had multiple employees be like, you need to stop caring so much and just get it out. I'm like, no, we have to be perfect, and you can't. And with the sales, the sales stuff, it's just like as long as one party knows or everyone knows, like, you're putting in the work and you're doing it and you're explaining yourself, then they get it. Like, you're, we're all humans. Mm-hmm. Unless, like, they're a schmuck. Unless they're just a complete asshole. Right. And I dealt with one guy this week. He ordered seven shirts. I charged him what you should. Yeah. And I walked up and I delivered them to him, hand delivered. Seven shirts. And he was like, and I, I called him and I worked through him with everything. I didn't charge him an art fee. I was like, this is here you go. He goes, I walk into his office and he goes, oh, here are my expensive shirts. And I said, well, I didn't I get them to you three days before the deadline? Yeah. And he went, yeah, but I don't want to pay this much. I'm like, well, you get what you pay for. All right, cool. And then you set all of the shirts on fire in his office and, and, and walked I just, out. I smiled and I said, here's how you pay for your invoice. Let me put your credit card in, sign it. And I said, thank you so much. Have a great yeah. rest of your day. And I walked out and I got in my car. I turned my car on and I just went, what a fucking asshole. Yeah. And then I drove off. Yeah. Because I had his money. Like, I didn't. Check made. Done. Money made, baby. I won. Yeah. If you want shirts again, that's fine. Yeah. If not, I don't care. We're done. It's so funny. Like, you know, we're both in the workforce. We both deal with people. We're like sure. running our places or whatever. And like, I'm all, I'm never, I never cease to be amazed with like how unimpressive people are. Oh, dude, they're, they're so, so unimpressive, disappointing. Dude. Humans are the most disappointing thing because they have so much potential to be better. Yeah. It kind of takes, it kind of like takes the pressure off of day to day life knowing that like, all you have to be is like a decent human being and you you just like thrive in your workspace. Right. Everyone's like, damn, Billy's great to be around, man. He's just kind of like, he gets the job done. He's, you know, he's fun. He's having a good time. It's like, I'm just being competent. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, I'm just like being good at my fucking job. I like, always thought like, okay, so I've been thinking about this just like as a bit in general, but I just really want to just talk about it. Like, I always thought like doing a job was doing it to the best of your ability doing a good job, being hardworking, and if yeah. something happens and it's your fault, you take it, but overall, just, like, cover your bases yeah. and be good, at, just be great at it. Yeah. I always thought that was a job, and, like, I, like, I went to community college, and people were... Seven times. Four times. <laughs> and, it, dude, from what I've realized, community college is a lot harder on people than actual college. Sure. Well, if you're in community college, chances are your back's up against the wall. Right. And I didn't realize that because, like, I went in, my friends were like, you know, like, you're I like 19. Like, I'm like, I went in, I was like class. 18, and oh, I was like, I was sitting there, there's two kids next to me, and it's like on the syllabus, it says, no kids, but there's one kid crying. And yeah. I'm like, what? And it says, you can only miss three days. And I'm like, what? But I have stuff, I have life. And like, actual college people are like, yeah, you know, you just show up for the exams as long as you study the book. I'm like, 
What? Yeah. You could just not show up and be good? It's a funny, that's actually a funny idea for a bit. The fact that community college is like, it, wh- what it lesser is, pe- what it is is that the stakes are higher. The stakes are higher. <laughs> lesser people, lesser tuition, way less room to fuck around. Right. Your life's online, motherfucker. If you don't, well, get, if for, you don't, if you don't. Not for me get, at the time, I was 18. Yeah, I no, but it's like, if you're, if you're like 29, if you don't get this associate's degree, why are you even here? Dude, you're not going to be a plumber. But, like, someone could just go and be, like, get a philosophy degree for $45,000 and just be like, you can show up twice. Hey, that's a pretty funny bit. Okay. Yeah, no, it's a We're pretty funny bit. We're on the same page. Yeah, right. yeah, no, it's a good bit. Just, yeah, just the idea of, like, community. I don't mean to run bits no, on no, the No, 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 dude, I think it's great. Check it out, man. See how the geniuses Surf work. It. Yeah, 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 dude. No, I know. But that's what I just keep thinking about. Like, it's crazy because of just work and everything, like... So, like, it's crazy to watch people with these jobs who are like, oh, yeah, I got, like, three weeks vacation. I just call on whatever. And, like, now, like, I have this freedom, which is fantastic, but I'm doing my job well. And yeah. I've always, I have this expectation for myself. It's probably the thing that, like, I can't overlook the most because just about, like, I'm a fan of almost, like, every human being. Yeah, you're like, a great if, guy. If, if you're, well, well, thank you. But, like... I give everyone the benefit of the doubt because you know everyone's got their shit. Everything's hard. Yeah. Whatever someone's shortcoming is, it's probably because of like some shit their dad did 20 years ago that they're not even aware. <laughs> yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? Like we're you're just totally right. everybody is just in an, a, like an amalgamation of every experience and interaction that right. they've had up to that point. Right. <laughs> so I can overlook a bunch of personality flaws and stuff. Sure. But if someone is a bad worker. Oh, dude! It's hard, like like a coworker or whatever it is. Like if yeah. I know some, if I know a character trait of you is that you are a bad worker, it is Ooh. hard for me to overlook. Dude. I hate that. I that is like the scarlet letter, man. Me too. It's like yeah, dude. You can't. We can't count on you. I've weeded those people out of my life. Yeah, more or less, for sure. Yeah, no, you, I've you weeded can't, you can't, all of them. Yeah, you can't fuck around anymore. A lot of people said, like, you know, my, growing up, my parents thought Jake was lazy. I'm like, yeah. no, Jake knows exactly what he wants to do. He's worked in the grocery business for, he's done it since he was a sophomore in high school, yeah. and he's still in it. He's been in the grocery game now for 15 years. He's not even 30. Exactly. Right. It's like half He's his got life. it. He knows what he wants to do, and yet he, he's... Jake will retire when he's fucking 45. He's he's smarter than all of yeah, us. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, there's that. Um, and then he can just take his time and write. And I hope he becomes a sports writer. Yeah. And I, we need to get him back on the pod because he finally got a Yeti mic so we yeah, can plug it into his fucking shit. But, yeah, you know, like, there's those certain people that, like, some people might look at them and deem them as lazy. Like, John Holmes is yeah. not a lazy person. John yeah. Holmes works 40 hours in the warehouse, plus goes to every mic. He might get drunk yeah. and repeat material a lot. Sure. But and he's not listening to this. Yeah. And, like, but he still is a hard worker. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. why he's one of my dearest and closest friends and why he was in my fucking wedding. And then it's the thing that gets people like you and I upset. Like, you know, we're, we're comics, right? It's very easy. It's very easy to point at me. You don't even got to, dog. Uh, it's very easy to point and be like, yeah, yeah, Lee, uh, Lee's lazy. No, he's not. No, no, he's not. But it, it would be easy to say that if you don't know, if you don't understand. Yeah, Ugh. I know how it goes, man. <laughs> don't even fucking get me started. What a leech. Yeah. 
but you know, oh man, and those people aren't going to listen. So yeah, that's what are you going to do? What right. are you going to do? But uh, right. it was a good week. We saw, you know, we. But yeah, I mean, like, here's my last thing on my week is like, and I've said this to you before. I said it off air, and I would say it again. Like, I've had a hot girl summer, and it's the first. This is the first time I've like taken extended time from not doing stand up, but at the same time, recorded an album, and I'm still going up. Maybe four times a month, still five get, times a month. Still getting your still doing it. Yeah, but it's like this is where I'm like I'm taking a break, which means I'm not doing four mics a week. No, nah, dude, you're allowed. I've I think I've earned that. Live your life. And then now it's like I come back, and then I actually like email bookers and do stuff, and like actually own it because I I'm comfortable with what I'm doing. Yeah, for sure. And that's not a wrong sentiment to have. I don't think. Not at all. Not at all. It's not the wrong sentiment at all to have. I'm not losing my spot in this scene. No. I've got... I talked to Wayne about it. Where I was like, Hey, man, sorry I'm not at everything and all this stuff. He was like, What are you talking about? It's kind of unnoticeable. He was like, What are you talking about? And he was like, You are around. Like, you've earned this. And I'm like, Oh. Didn't even think about it. There it is, my guy. I'm glad that you said it was unnoticeable. I really appreciate that. It is. And I mean I don't mean that as a slight. It's just like, no, you're just you're just a part of the scene. Yeah. Just kind of like an unspoken part of the scene. You've been here for as long as you have. Started the shows, you know? It's like, nah, dude. I'll show up to my show. I've been showing up to my shows. I go to a couple others. Just be be happy. Just be a happy person. Yeah, it's nice having that. You can't be good at comedy unless you live a life that you that is worth telling other people about. You know? I've been doing it, can't, it. it can't just all be how Mikes. how everything how bad everything is, right? You know, and, yeah. And I've been taking that from that. It's just like you see things a little differently when you when you get away from everybody else. Because I feel like when you you're in that you're in that you're in that echo chamber. Yeah, you hear the same things. You're like, oh, what if I wrote it differently? Yeah. Now I'm like, out. I'm like, man, Target is weird. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. And like, you have this perspective where you can actually. Draw from a well and start writing material. Because right, I it. have that that in my arsenal. This is some real heavy shit. Listen to this. I'm it, in, it, dude. This, get is, at this me. is fun. So I've been uh, 20 minutes a day meditating. How's that going for you? It's great. Yeah, I, I love it. Like it's not easy. It's okay. not like I'm like I meditate and five minutes in I'm like floating abo- above my yoga mat or whatever. Yeah. It's like it's hard, but something that I've noticed and it's. It, 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 when you are meditating and when like when I'm first starting off, when you're first starting off, it's really just focusing on your breath. Okay. And when you focus on your breath and the only thing you're thinking is in, out, in, out, and you just like quiet down and anytime there's a thought that pops up when you're focusing on your breath and you squash that thought. But in focusing on your breath and being in the moment and being just present, focusing on your breath. Something that has struck me as odd is, like, if I am making the conscious effort to not have thoughts other than focusing on my breath, why do I keep having thoughts? Where are the thoughts coming from? Yeah. They're not ours. You know what I'm saying? The thoughts and ideas come from somewhere else. Yeah. They're technically, quote, our ideas. Sure. Our thoughts. But, like... You don't just like, you don't conjure up your thoughts. They just kind of pop into your brain and then you take with them and do with them what you will. Sure. But it's just like this weird. 
well, collective consciousness. I know it's so hippy dippy, but like it's I, not. It's but not it's that like much. These thoughts pop into your brain, and my thought while I'm trying to meditate is like, who's thinking this? Yeah. Where is that coming from? Well, it's because our brain is a sponge. It's its own fully like adapting AI computer. And it's yeah. like it's like it's just drawing I from everything you've ever experienced. I don't, I don't like I said, just said I don't see it as a computer. I don't see it as I see it as a sponge mm-hmm. because we're 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 born with nothing, and then overall we're told these things and it's soaked in, and it's baked in. Yeah, and eventually, like you've got to wring it out. Yeah. And create your own, which like comes over time. And there's always those moments. Some people use drugs. Some people use yeah. uh, meditation. Some people use beer. Some people jerk off. Yeah, sure. And whatever like your vice it all, is. whatever your vice is, it's used to just wring it out, and then you're a, a clean palate. It's 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 so true. And like you and I are at the age right now, 28 and 29. We're yeah. pretty much the same age. You got like six months on me. I got like yeah, I got a yeah, coach six on you. seven months on me. 28 and 29, man. These are the and years. I'll, I'll speak for myself, and I know that you feel the same way. Like I'm just now starting to like have my own thoughts and like kind of moral code and way of life. Sure. And, like, everything, every rule, everything that I've held important in my life up to this point has been because you know my parents Someone told me told that. You. Yeah. No, and it's totally. like you're. I'm, we're just now starting to like evolve into like our own people that aren't yeah. just byproducts of experiences and relationships well, and everything else. I felt like, so like kind of my journey, like I started like doing stand up, and that was my first, like, like I started smoking pot when I was like 18, like right. fucking 14. Real and, young. Oh yeah. I started smoking cigarettes when I was like 13. Yeah. I knew the six, which is all the more reason why it's so dope that you're fucking vape boy right now. Thank you. And then like, Kind of like, kind of started having different ideas and I- ideology, and then like, you know, got older. Twenty one, started like drinking, hanging out with pe- other people like that had different thoughts instead of just being in that bubble. Doing stand up, uh, exactly. Then you start stand up, and it's like, what Whoa. the fuck? And now Look at I'm, all these fuckers, right? And now I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. like twenty nine. Right. I'm like, I have my ways, I have my things, and like your processes. Sponge has been wrong. I process things mostly as jokes now, which is. It is crazy. It's a fucking but like blessing and a curse. It, it's a huge it's curse. Mostly a curse. I'll be jerking off watching porn. I'm like, it, it's funny? so hack where I'm just like about to come and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like look at why that is face her, she made. I'm like, why is her left nipple a little lower? That scar, Jesus yeah. Christ, looks like a caterpillar yeah. on the bottom of her yeah. boob. And I'm like, I'm trying to come here. Yeah, Billy, I'm <laughs> trying to come. Which is all the more. That's exactly what I was saying. Right. Where are those thoughts coming from? Right. Billy DeVore is in the act of masturbating. Right. But some other thought process, oh. some some other like I'll tell processor. you exactly where that comes from. It comes from writing these dumb rose jokes now for every week Constantly. for almost two years. Think about the fact that like by the time this season is done, we'll have written uh, like 1,500, 2,000 jokes. And you know that roast room thing that Ian Squint yeah. started, and I was just like firing them off. Yeah, yeah. I got a message from a couple people being like, "You're really good at this." I'm like, like "Yeah, no I've, fucking shit." I do it a lot. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you yeah, just yeah, roast yeah. them in the yeah, message. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait. Get out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so true. But yeah, no, that's where it comes from. I'm like, and, and like your your brain takes its own path. And I don't. And I, it's nice to like have that as like an adult now, where I'm like, I am totally. It's actually kind of weird because like my parents are now fifty two and fifty three, 
and they have been without kids for like within their house for like five years now. Yeah, my, Mike and Molly are like have been empty nesters for a minute. But don't you? But once you realize that, don't you realize that you're on the same path, right? Mentally, because like you are free. And it's like you're actually the same person, but just different ages. It's why our relationship with our parents are. It's why they should theoretically get better as you get older. Right. Is when you see your parents as like not peers, because don't get it twisted. I'll never be peers with my parents. They, I no. won't. No. Like no matter no matter what, I could get signed tomorrow by someone and get a, a development deal for five hundred thousand yeah. dollars. I'd give half of it to my mom and dad. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. they're never going to be my peers. Oh, they're not getting that. They fucked me. Yeah, so. no. <laughs> but, when, yeah, but when you see, when you start, like, yeah, just trying to be a human and realize that everyone's just trying to be okay. Yeah. And then you think, wait a minute. My mom was my age when she had me. Yeah, my parents were 23 and 24. When your pa- when your dad I was turned 29, he didn't record his album. No. He had a 6-year-old boy. Right. right, who was a shithead with a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had a flat top yeah. for sure yeah. and an extensive Hawaiian shirt collection. Oh yeah, for sure. No, it just came back right, right back around. Right back around. 2019. Yeah, how funny is that? That's exactly I, what I, I've got four, four no three school pictures in a row, but fourth, fifth, and two, sixth grade where I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt and puka shells. Dude. Two were Hawaiian shirts, and then the other two were like very preppy Abercrombie polos. Of course, Super, pop collar. Nope, no pop collar. Collar down. But there was they were one, like pink with like a navy no, there blue was like, moose. There was like one where it was like. Dark blue with a bulldog on it. Oh, been there, dog. Yeah, with the long sleeve. Yeah. I was a big Hollister boy. I was Aeropostle because it was close. Yeah. And Abercrombie, like, I would get, like, two maybe. And then Polo. My mom would always give me Polo Ralph Lauren from TJ Maxx. Yeah, there it is. And I was always in Polo. Max and Easta. Me too. I was a big Polo boy. Polos are tight. Yeah, they were in middle school. Jesus Christ. Dude, it's crazy, the Renaissance. So if you watched, um, like, it's called Stubbies or whatever. It's yeah. Called, yeah. It's crazy, like Polo Bear. Remember the Polo Bear yeah. sweatshirt? Yeah. They now sell for six, $700. Yeah, exactly. People just guy, wear those. Some guy had a Polo. He had a, sold a guy a Polo Tin Tacker for $1,200. It's fucking crazy. Because it was only, no, it was $12,000 because it was only at Macy's at, like, four different stores. And he just bought it. He's like, yeah, I remember that. Yep. He was like a rapper or whatever. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane how much nostalgia still sells. I mean, I'm in that business. Yeah. But like that kind of nostalgia. Like Gucci knockoff from 99 sells like a t-shirt for 150 bucks and it's a fucking knockoff. Really? It's on like a guild and thick 100% cotton t-shirt and someone just printed Gucci on it. It's like, oh yeah, this is from this era this time. We can tell it was knockoff and it sells for that much. Wow. Yeah. That's the shit that blows my mind. I do love stuff. I love stuff. You're, I mean, you you're a around. purveyor of things. I am. I love things. I yeah. love things that make me feel good. And I, you know, I love my little things. And I get them for cheap, and then I fucking know, like, I can sell it for more at some point. All the babies. All of my babies. They're all up there. Uh, we retired the Puig. I figured I didn't see Scooter. Puig. Are they upstairs safe? They're underneath on the retired shelf on the floor. With oh, well, Homer, Homer, Duvall, yeah. Well, it's, it's a good one. It's good stuff, brother. Um, well, we kind of covered the week, but let's just, uh, the Reds, let's just talk about one player in particular. Let's okay. Let's just do, 
one dive really quick. And it's, it's, I mean, it's, it is who you think it's going to be. It's the Punisher. Arstidus. Aquino. What a fucking stud. Dude. Jesus Christ. Two games in Atlanta were like, he didn't do well. But then he turned around and he's, he's batting 429 with three homers and eight ribs. That's that piece that out of nowhere. Who the fuck is this? That is something that you see in every single team that gets hot and is you know yeah. the story at the end of the year. Right. There's some guy who's well, in the la- in the last thirty five year in the last thirty five games he's batting four nineteen. Right. He's just been incredible. Yeah. He's owning it. Last seven games, uh, twenty one at bats, nine hits, six runs, eight ribs, seven strikeouts. Uh, three home runs. I mean, you can't beat that. Only seven strikeouts. He's his slugging is nine oh five. Nine oh five. Yeah, since being called up. Yeah. Puig, we'll see ya. We'll get Bauer. Yeah. And then uh, we'll just bring the stud up. Yeah. And then see what happens. And what's the worst thing that can happen? You just put Van Meter out and right when it's over, or Irvin, and when he's well, we've off. already talked about it. Van Meter should be Every starting four base. every day for the rest of the fucking year. Yep. Left-handed. Second baseman? Yeah, no, you're looking at young, hot, not injury-prone, knock-on-wood, lefty. He's Scooter. He's Scooter at the beginning of it. Right. You know? With power. I guess Scooter had power, but, like, you know, Van Meter can fuck around and hit a ball 500 feet. Right. Dude, Billy has this new little trick since he's gotten married where he can just open beers with his wedding band. Oh, here. Uh, that's pretty badass. Let me grab my phone so we can put on Instagram. Yeah, lay it on it. I'll, I'll fucking nail I, I, I'll, I'll get this. But yeah, no, my uncle taught me this at uh, Christmas. And he was like, he taught me this at Christmas. And he goes, and I opened up my lighter and I po- popped it open. And he was like, no, you're a married man now. I went. Not bad, baby. Boom. Nailed it. Oh, that's good. That's Perfect. excellent. That's some hot content. Check it out at New Nasty Boys on Instagram. Yeah. The New Nasty Tell Boys. Tell sassy on Twitter, too. At The New Nasty Boys. Well, I mean, it wasn't but two or three weeks ago that we had people tweeting at us that we were one of the worst teams in Major League Baseball. And that is, you know, that's upsetting and not true. Yeah. Not at all. We're four goddamn games out of the wild card. We got these fun little players. I mean, I said something about it earlier. Aquino, that ball that he hit out of the yard today, 118.2 mile per hour exit velocity. Also, how about this? Think about this. We picked Gossman up off the waivers. Yeah. We pay the rest of his salary, $2.8 million, for a guy who was a fourth overall pick yeah. from the Orioles in 2016. Yeah. And so then you bring him into DJ. Fix it. There's all these reclamation projects. And he was even on record of saying that, like, he was stoked to be able to come in and work with Johnson. People want to come here to work with he wanted Johnson. To, he wanted to work with Johnson. Like, he admired Johnson when he was at Vandy. That was Bauer. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Bauer did. Right. So, like, it's all changing to where this is a p- place where people are afraid. Because where did Bauer pitch in college? Or was he a high school kid? I think he was a high school guy. Yeah, because he was third overall. Or, no, he went to UCLA. 
let me look it up real quick. Maybe somewhere out west. I think that sounds right, but I don't know. I love Bauer. I, I, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know him enough to love him, but I just the fact that he's on our roster guaranteed next season. I just hate his name is Trevor. Well, we got T God out in San Francisco. I can love a Trevor every now and again. Yeah, but he won't come on the podcast. Yeah, well, dude, who can knows? we get him in the off season? Yeah, I would imagine so. He lives in uh, Lexington. We'll go down to him. Yeah, that'll we'll happen. No, that'll happen. Uh, oh, Hal McCoy said Bauer not committed to Reds or any team long term. Oh, I got to tell what you, what did Hal McCoy say? He said Bauer not committed to to Reds or any team long term. He's committed to the Reds, but he's not committed to any team long-term because he's just going to sign one-year deals. We already talked about yeah, that. Yeah, well, that's cool. So he, if he's a one-year oh, deal guy, he's yet. committed. It's very dope. He, Billy's got a hot take from the mouth of Hal McCoy in an elevator? In an elevator. So Leaving the game today. So I was leaving the game. and Diamond I, Club, baby. Yeah, Diamond Club. You saw the cool. seats. They were very cool. And I, I saw Hal walk up. And I like kind of like nudged next to him. I like walked around my family and stood next to him, and I knew who he was because he was wearing a lanyard. But overall, I knew who he was. And I looked at him and I was like, "Hey, how was the attitude in the clubhouse?" And he goes very quiet, very somber. But Eugenio let out one very loud f bomb. Think about how passionate, with the little Latin flair. Oh, so angry. Just like a loud fuck and with he has like bleached this, hair. He's this fun demeanor, yeah. real cool guy, just very happy, but angry, letting that out. And I said, good, I'm glad he's stepping up to yeah, be a and leader. It, and it didn't echo because it's like carpeted. It was fuck. just like a loud, sharp, Latin, sexy fuck. Yeah, because he wants to beat the Cubs. He, he wants to he beat them. Yeah, he hates them, dude. And so when he said that, and I and like when Hal said that, I said, good, I'm glad he's stepping up to be a leader. And he said, me too. And I said, I just looked at him. I said, I love your work. I genuinely appreciate it. He, goes, he like lowered his brow, you looked s- at me and nodded. And he said, thank you so much. And I walked out of the it's elevator. It's really cool. McCoy's been in it for like 40 years. He's a I, Hall of Fame yeah, I bet it baseball act- writer. I bet it actually meant something to him. He gets it. Dude. Yeah, he, he gets it. He's like one of those dudes who can write on feels and not look at numbers because he's been around the game for so long. Well, you didn't walk up to him and say, what's the craziest thing that's ever happened? No. In just, you were just like, it was a, it was like a, you were in there, it dude. was a moment. What was it like in there? I want to know. Yeah. I've been to 20 games this season. 21. 21. I just guessed 20. You were close. Yeah. Very, 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 very close. Yeah, yeah, it's badass. It was one of those cool moments where I was in the elevator, and I'm just like, it's like, yeah, I've gotten to stand in the elevator with Mark Sheldon, yeah. MLB beat writer, but I was so drunk Yeah, where I was like, I just need to keep my mouth shut. So, okay. With, so I'm not a fool. With Gino getting, you know, hollering, and I would imagine when they show up to the stadium tomorrow, Joey will have something to say. You would That's like my to thing. Think. I don't think he is. He's a quiet leader. Yeah, but he... That's my thing. We don't have, like, a vocal fucking, like... Well, Joey, like, goes on his very eloquent rants and is very precise because that's who he is. I mean, you watch him in the batter's box. Like, you watch now, like, his back foot is now back. He's choked down. Dude, he, he's, and his, on, his on, back elbow has popped up. He on, changed his stance. He, he's not doing that. He didn't do that tonight. And on Monday, he was twitching his foot and doing the same thing on Tuesday. Tonight was not twitching his foot. Elbow was down. It's an interesting thing, seeing a, one of the best hitters in the game just Constantly overhaul. Finick. Also, wasn't it nice to hear Tucker after the game where he hit the game-winning homer the in Braves. Atlanta? 
that multi that extra inning game where he said, "I spent my time at home watching other hitters mm-hmm. and seeing what I could take it in their swing. Well, they do their swing why they're so good, and what I could put in my swing." I was like, "Dude, that was one of." I'm sorry for how yeah. much shit I talked. Tucker's great. He's great. Tucker's great. And I great. hate that. And his framing has gotten worlds better. He isn't like. Russell Martin good where I was watching and like he framed the corner like we talked about where you snap the glove and turn it on the side. Yeah. But he's gotten a lot better. But like But the, he's a student of the game and he wants to learn more. Hey. He's a never Like Tucker, man. I like him too. I like him, dude. I like him. But the thing Can is Can I say like I'm sorry? Yeah, you're totally allowed to say I'm sorry. Can you say you're sorry? I I am sorry, Tucker. We We're sorry. Like listen, man, I'm here for you, Tuck Daddy. We forgot last year he won a gold glove. While also being yeah. one of the worst framers in the league, like you know, so with one of the worst staffs in twenty sixteen. Yeah, it, you know, it's kind of, so it's kind of strange. I don't know. You, when you look across the board, if you've yeah. got a catcher that's batting two eighty, if he bats two eighty for five seasons, people are like, "Is this guy in the Hall of Fame?" That's you, you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, no, well, no, no, I'm not ta- no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm just talking about like an offensive catcher across the board. How many of them? I mean, we're about to roast one of them. Yadier Molina. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. But to it's do. just like it's like you're not gonna in today's world you're not gonna have a catcher who's gonna come out and bat three th- three twenty anymore. Right. You just got to be not. serviceable. If he bats fucking two seventy five and splits time with whoever you got the catcher committee with. Right. I don't know Tucker. But, you, but it's cool. Like looking at Tucker's glove and he's got the Rawlings like gold patch. Yeah, it's badass. Also, did you see Joe Musgrove's glove? No. Joe Musgrove oh, wow, has sirs. a gold and black glove that's the Infinity Gauntlet. That's so cool. That's sick. He sucks because I know because he's on my fantasy baseball team. But that thing rips. It, How is that legal? I don't think he's worn it out of the mound. Yeah, because you just have like a shiny gold glove with jewels on it. But for sure, that's a player weekend glove. Yeah, no doubt. Also, players weekend, we didn't get to fucking touch on this. Oh, talking about the, uh, the nicknames and shit. Nicknames, yeah. Also, the, the, the uniforms are garbage. They are garbage with the all white and all black. I mean, that's trash. That's just some bullshit. You're, you fucking, this is a chance for you to go super wild and crazy and you don't. Like, I love the last two years with the pullover, with the different colors yeah. and stuff. Like, but the, play, the players' weekend against the Pittsburgh, the names Jose Iglesias, Candelita. Oh, dude. Little Candle. Dude. Uh, Philip Irvin with Magic. Eugenie, uh, uh, Gino Suarez, Bali Bamba Suarez. That's sick. Jose Peraza obviously loves his kids. My little, right. Lil Sinzel, Tucker Barnhart's Tuck. Josh Van Meters is great, dude. Meat, Meat sauce. sauce. But the best is Joseph. Joey Votto. He's on, who, what's, he, what's he play? Who? Who? Who's on first base? Who's on first? Who? Who? Who is dude. on first base? What's on second? <laughs> what's, on, what's on second? Meat sauce. <laughs> Meat sauce? Oh, yeah. We can only hope. Um, but Joseph Votto, Joseph Daniel Votto's nickname is Who. Yeah. And he said he chose it because he was afraid that if someone else would take it before he did. Yeah. And the f- that's so brilliant. He's great. I Lucas love him. Sims has a great nickname, Loosh. Loosh is good. Brian O'Grady, Beef. Yeah. Beef O'Grady, get out of here. Um, and then another, I mean, come on, Jared Hughes, Ostrich. Dude, it sucks. Aristides Aquino is just Aquino because I don't think you could do Punisher. 
Yeah, because it's like because in the like Marvel the same universe. Happened, same thing that happened last year with Danny Darwin. His nickname was Dr. Death. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking can't put that on there. Kyle Farmer from Farm Dog's pretty cool. And La Piedra, which is The Rock. That's what it translates to? Yeah. I was just Googling it. Okay, yeah, yeah cool. The Rock. The Rock. Robert Stevenson, Bob. Bob Steve, baby. It's cool. I mean, like, but the uniforms are trash. They're all white or they're all black. And the reason that MLB said they're all white or all black is so that the accessories are accentuated. I'm like, but we don't get to buy the accessories. So who gives a fuck? Make them look cool. Make them look cool. I'm cool with that. Um... Siri was listening to all of that. She was like, I don't give a fuck. And fuck like, you, NSA. Like, click, 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 click. Fuck you, NSA. But overall, I mean, let's look at the next. We've got three out of four against the um, against the Cubs. But here's what's great. I mean, look who's going next. Bauer, Gray, and then you have, I think, Sonny's Lu- the last one. Luis. I'm sorry, yeah, Luis. That's what I meant. Sorry. It goes, yeah, Bauer, Luis. It goes, uh, Bauer... Uh, Sonny. And then Sunday we got Luis going out against Lester. That's... For the second time of the season. Excuse me, how the fuck is this on at 8 o'clock? I know. ESPN has fucked us. The Wednesday night game was Brewers... Pirates. Yeah, Pirates. Explain to me why this is not... Let's see what the 8 p.m. game is. Phillies Giants. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I know. I totally Go agree. Fuck yourself. Yeah, Castillo Lester. Premier. Castillo Lester. That is a premier matchup. Yeah, no doubt. ESPN hates Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah they there, do. It is through and through. They hate Cincinnati. They do not like coming here. Yeah. Look at when the Bengals were good. They gave us a Monday night game. Yeah. Like, and they didn't even, it was like early in the season. They didn't even want to come here. And it wasn't even a good matchup. It was like always Texans Bengals. Where it's like on well, Thursday night and we'd get beat. Right, Thursday night was actually was pretty sick. It was Ravens, Bengals last year, and we beat the pick piss out of them. But no, it's just like that. That that's the eight o'clock game. I don't want to see Jake Arrieta against Connor Menez. Jake Arrieta, eight and eight, four point four ERA. Connor Menez, five point seven three. That's your eight o'clock on ESPN. Go back to Lester and uh, Castillo real quick and compare them. And I know. I, I, listen, win loss is one thing, right? Castillo's eleven and four. His ERA is two six three. He's got hundred sixty four strikeouts. You're telling me this guy isn't even on the list on ESPN for guys who could be in the Cy Young? He's got. He's got. You're, you're telling me this person isn't? Well, Sonny Gray is ahead of him. I understand that Sonny Gray's had a great season, but this guy isn't ahead. Castillo's got nine starts left. And reused number one while he's on the IL yeah. and has been and missed three starts. Fuck you, ESPN. Castillo's got, what, eight, nine starts left? Yeah. He's over 10 Ks per nine innings. Yep. Castillo could end the season with 220 fucking strikeouts. I fucking hate ESPN. I could go off for a while. The well, fact they're that, dying. The fact is, ha- they aren't, though. They've only lost 3% of viewership. The fact that half already now of SportsCenter is NFL training camp. Yeah. Is their bread and butter, and it always the NFL always has been, and that sport is dying in itself. Yes, absolutely. I can't. Did you watch the Ocho the other day? It was awesome. That the dodgeball, fucking rad, dude. The fucking Fuck one day a year. Do it oh, every Sunday. I'd watch. I'd watch it every Sunday. <laughs> Come on, dude. dude. The p- the pizza crust tossing. Yes. Uh, the thing rad. that got me was the headis. I didn't see that. Headis is ping pong. 
with a soccer ball and you can only use your head. That's awesome. It is bonkers. The slippery step contest. I didn't see that either. It was a giant staircase covered in oil and soap. The competitors were covered in oil and nope, soap. You got me. I'm only really watching that. And you just had to go up. Dude, and it was like without fail. All five people would get to the top. The people would just spray them with soap, and they would all eat such dog shit falling down. <laughs> like, it was brilliant, man. Well, it's like everything that, like, you what know. What was like, that Asian? What was that show on Nickelodeon? G4? No, oh. that it was like it was like dubbed. It was like an Asian show. Oh, that was on Spike. Yeah, that Spike was Network. So yeah, funny. you know what I'm the talking comp- about. Yeah, that show was great. It, it was. It had serious vibes of whatever the fuck. Well, that think about show it. We was. were raised on that. We were raised on like Jackass. Temple of Doom yeah. and like not Temple of Doom, Temple of whatever the Lost on Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double yeah, yeah. Dare, yeah. like all of those shows. So like, why watch like? The NFL again, where it's like, oh, Adrian Peterson beat his kid with a switch yeah. and, and like cut his nutsack open. Yeah. Why am I going to sit down and watch that every Sunday when I could sit down and watch every Sunday a guy getting paid to professionally toss pizza crust? Or, or, the, 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 or the, dodgeball. The, the cherry pit, the cherry pit spitting contest. Yep. There was the guy who won. His interview afterwards, he was just like, yeah, I train all year. I, I spit ball bearings, and I, like, train my tongue with, like, heavy marbles. And I'll, I'll like, I'll, like, take some buck. I'll take a buck shot pellet <laughs> and, like, break it open, put it in my mouth and spit those. I'm watching that. So then that. he spits a cherry. He spits a cherry seed fucking 50 feet because he's that. been spitting with a donut on his bat yeah. all year. It's fucking rad. Dude, I would <laughs> watch so that. I would watch that over some guy who is 330 pounds breaking through an offensive line and can't tackle a quarterback because yeah. they're afraid they're going to hurt him. Yeah. But that same guy also takes a beating to the head yeah. every down and eventually gets CTE. Yeah. <laughs> or I can watch some guy who trains with ball bearings and box shots and just shoots, him over, shoots a cherry For cherry his, pit. not 15 minutes of fame, 15 seconds, seconds of, of fame. fame. I'd watch that. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Dude. No, and I want to see those people make more money than an NFL player make way more money. Yeah, but to kill themselves. Overall, I honestly think we can take the next three out of four. Over tonight's like showing, and how the but it's all depends on the bullpen. Don't fucking put Hernandez back out there. I mean, just. I mean, Farmer saved us five outs tonight. It was awesome. So I mean, you think that you know tomorrow we go. You know, if we have to go, I mean, you go Lorenzen heavy, you go Amir heavy. When Jared comes back from his three-game suspension, you figure that you can throw Hughes out there several days in a row. Uh, you know, I, I Billy's taking a big old hot pee right now. I would have to agree with him. I think that something that I really enjoyed tonight was, you know, we come out, we give up uh, that first run in the first inning, shouldn't have given it up. Uh, it was, uh, you know, pretty unfortunate. Then we come out in the bottom of the first, answer immediately, get that run back. It's one-to-one. We go out in the second. We give up, you know, four – I think it was four runs. Give up four runs, come back, goose egg, go out, hold them for the third inning, come out in the third inning, four more runs. It's a 5-5 game. Uh, like, we looked like a team who oh, didn't – Thanks for holding me no, over. No, no problem. We looked like a team who didn't want to lose – and then, you know, just the wheels fell off. The bullpen completely gave out. The Go- Gossman was throwing some fucking cheese. Can not just, in the good way. Let me tell you something. I've been listening to Cincy 360 all week with Tony Pike, and you did a better job than he did all week when I went to go pee. 
Thank you. You're welcome. So I think I just overall like I feel good about that. What you like with the game when you just recapped it tonight? I'm like, the the wind came out of the sails when, when Joey, Joey Joseph Daniel your backwards leader. K. I got three texts. Your leader. One from you, and then Mike and my dad texted me in the at the same time in our thread, and and it was like, hey Joey. Swing, swing the, the fucking bat. bat, man. My dad... Swing the bat. Like, you're paralyzing yourself by having the best eye in baseball. My dad leaned over and said, if that would have happened to either you or me, he would have beat the shit out of yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. Don't leave the bat on your shoulders. On a full count, bases loaded, the game's on the line. Yeah. And after that, this, the wind went out of all the sails, and that's when the offense just was depleted. Next inning, because they you come were out, rolling. and they, they came out and made it 7-5. The very next yep. inning... And then, you know, you look up and, and we're down seven and Kyle Farmer's pitching. Yep. That's what happens. So you can't let that happen these next couple games. Your turn, Daddy. <laughs> so I, I, you just can't, you can't let that happen. You can't continue to let that happen. And overall, with, with what's going on with the pen and everything, like you saved Bob Steve, uh, you still have a mirror in the pen. Um, you, you threw out David Hernandez for... Whatever reason, stop wheeling his ass out there, and you can find a way to win if you have Bauer go out and pitch six plus, and you have Castillo do what he did again on Monday with seven innings of perfect baseball. It was just beautiful. Um, but you have the the right starters going out who will get you. Six and a third, six and two thirds, seven. I mean, Sonny is warmed up. His arm is loose, and he's hitting his spot, and he wants to be dominant. Every single starting pitcher out here wants to make his mark, and they want to be dominant. And there's no reason that they couldn't do it against a Cubs team that they've already beaten the shit out of. Of course, you have Castaneos, uh, Castellanos back out and left instead of Schwarber, who's defensively way better. But that is a bat. It kind of protects him in the lineup. But that's not enough of a difference with these starters that you could have them go this long and save your pen yeah. and make a difference. Well, Castellanos has been an answer for him. Because as soon as he came over, Dude, bombs Sia, Sia Contreras, Sia Wilson Contreras is gone. Kimbrell's well, gone. About, yeah, exactly. Castellanos is like their I'll pick it guy up. right now. Yep, I'll pick it up. Yeah, that was a great pickup on their end. Right. Of course it was, those fucks. I know, but it's worth knowing like that we can do it. Like We just have to be better than that lineup, and I think we can. I think if we hold them to two, three runs throughout a whole game, I think we can win because the offense has been as as dynamite as it's been since the All-Star break. Next three games against the Cubs, we need Van Meter at second base yep. every game. Oh, Peraza was dog shit at short and second tonight. Those yeah. errors in the field don't compensate for what he's done with his bat because Van Meter is better with his bat and the glove. Van Meter's better with the bat and the glove, and he's also... Van Meter, best-case scenario, is on our team in five years. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Peraza isn't. He's about to be like Arbitration. Yeah, level, yeah. Level. Best case scenario, he plays for the Twins next year. You know? That'd be great. Ship him off. Yeah, for real. He, that guy's uh, he's, Ship he's him got off, give Baltimore me, written all over him. How about this? We send Peraza to Minnesota. Minnesota, send us Martin per, Martin Perez. Let DJ fix him. And then there's another starter you can yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. And then move Disco. For some real stuff. Yeah. Or or uh, you could move Manley for some real stuff. The guy with a ton of upside yeah. and get another major league ready bat. 
Yeah. Or and get a major league ready second baseman. I don't know. I love Van Meter, but you could also get someone who's solidified. Yeah, sure, but like how how much would it take to get her Hyura from Milwaukee? Or how much would it take to get Hyura's dope. Dude, how cool would it be that also? That little kid is cool, man. He's got that he's like Cal State Fullerton, Southern California kid, but he he and I I mean, like, I mean he why not plays like a guy from Asia. Why not downgrade a little bit and just sign Starling Castro? Right. Which, like, you could have him under control for a year. He, he has some pop. I understand he's had a little bit of an off year, but bring him in and see he's what in happens. He's in Miami right now, right? Yeah, and he's been forced out. Just miserable. Right. So, I don't know. I feel good about this series. I still think we could take three out of four. Let's sneak in. Take three out of four. We've got Washington. That's tough. Take Just take two of them. You've got Scherzer on the, on the IL. Yeah. I mean, like, let's – who would they even – who would they even face? Um, okay, Eric Fetty against Disco. Fine. And the rest is still to be determined. But I'm—I mean, you could—you could realistically take two out of three from Washington at Washington. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not say that? After the, the way well the, the, the way that. the way that they've been playing, taking three series and tying one. Why not? So, and then uh, your last, you got four at home against the uh, the Cardinals. So we'll get to that next week when we break that down. But in the meantime, I think we should just roast them. Speaking of the fucking Cardinals, it's the we'll uh, talk about a little bit when we beat their ass in a few we in a, in a week or so. But in, like in the meantime, week. let's get these fucking cuckadoodle do say cuckadoodle do St. Louis Cardinals. Cuck, Did you like cuck, that? I love cuckadoodle do. Thank you. I yeah. didn't think it was that creative. Nah. Uh, I'll let you any know. For, any word of, any usage of the word cuck, I'm pretty much on. Also forgot to write about Bruce Suter. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Okay, cool. We're that's good. Fine. We aren't doing a Hall of Famer again. Why? Because Hot Girl Summer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I got a couple. I, I think I've got one on Bruce Suter. I can, I, I could, I could write one. Nothing. Okay. They, I got, have something in the brain. We'll riff about it, man. I have something in the brain. Um, but as always, you can follow along with the slideshow. Eventually, we'll buy cameras. But at the meantime, can you pay for them? Yeah. Okay. Are you gonna pay for them? Yeah. I'm not gonna pay for them right now. Not, not in here. So eventually, we'll do it. Um, but in the meantime, follow along with the slideshow. Um, I have a picture of the first slide. It is a giant St. Louis Cardinals hat with a dog in the hat. It's a giant doghouse because they've always been the doghouse. Boo-boo. And then there's a picture of the brawl, which was pretty good. I thought that was one of the best brawls in baseball. Yeah. And what happened? We outdid ourselves a couple times. Of course we did. Of course we did. So we'll start with William O. DeWitt, the owner. William O. DeWitt bought the St. Louis Cardinals not because he loves baseball, but be, but because he looks like a Cardinal. Yeah, car. That neck looks like shit. Looks like a dried-out tea bag <laughs> or a bat taking a nap. Yeah, like like the eco-location bats? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like, like a vampire bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word, man. With the, like, dried-out wings. Yeah. William O. DeWitt, in 2003, he served on the President's Intelligence Advisory Board. Shut up. Handpicked by George W. Bush. Jesus. Which does not speak well to this man's intelligence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> William O. DeWitt. Yeah. I tried my damnedest, dude. I couldn't find on the internet what the O stands for, but yeah. it's not Obama. <laughs> and uh, William O. DeWitt, of course, he lives in Cincy. Yep, you he, know his son founded Dewey's Pizza. 
I didn't know that. It's yeah, DeWitt Dewey's. It's it's the whole oh. thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so uh, William DeWitt Jr. lives in Indian Hill, and he actually wanted to try to change the name to Savage Natives Hill. <laughs> Because <laughs> I knew, because I, he used to, because Bob Gasly Cass, uh, yeah. used to be a co-owner of the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. Which DeWitt is, lives fucking 20 minutes from here in the biggest fucking house in the nicest neighborhood in the whole city. Oh. It's wild. Yeah, dude. And he, yet he owns the he, fucking. He, lived, he lives 10 minutes from the club. I hate that. Yeah, it's really fucking bizarre. But guess who showed up at the club? Joseph Daniel Bottom. Joey DV, baby. Mm. And he will be here in the winter. Oh, I, I'm, I'm putting money on. No, it. we're gonna we're gonna do it. Uh, President of Baseball Operations John Mosliak. He looks like if Buster Bluth was a CPA. <laughs> 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 this guy wears a lot of bow ties. I think it's because he wants to look like the fund principal at the high school. That's me. <laughs> Sorry, Mike Webster. Yeah, <laughs> Webby doesn't wear bow ties to no. school. He wears a fucking. He's an athletic. Necktie. He's an athletic short. Uh, athletic shorts and a pair of Jordans Dude, guy. No, I see him as like a quarter zip. And yeah. Oh like yeah. Loafers. Yeah, he's chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's keeping it pretty low key. Uh, John Mosaliak, right? Uh, he looks like the sixth member of Queer Eye, whose area of specialty is being mean to people. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, honey, I'm gonna tell you how to be mean to everyone that you see. Uh, he looks like he did the voiceover work for Squidward. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, uh, Mosaliak, uh, he looks like he would divorce his kids. <laughs> see you later. See ya. That's all I got for you, baby. That's perfect. Uh, look at this fucking square. My Mike Schilt. Uh, this man looks like a frog. <laughs> you look like a frog. Last year, the guards filed, fired Mike Matheny and made this guy interim manager. And in the offseason, they removed the interim tag. Makes sense. He had to leapfrog someone to get the job. Because he looks like a frog. Looks like a frog. He looks like he yells slurs at smart cars. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is 50, but he looks like he's been dipping since birth. Poor guy. Woof. Uh, Mike looks like he still believes masturbating makes you go blind. <laughs> That's why he's got glasses. Oh, uh, man. Uh, he looks like the manager of a Cracker Barrel that's not allowed to play music. Oh, shut the fuck up. That's so funny. Because I used to have a manager at Applebee's that looked so much yeah, like him. no fun. And, of course, he was a Marine. Of I course was a, he was. He, uh, he, Super like, fight. He would always say, I was around Vietnam. <laughs> he goes, I was around it. I was like, there. I'm like, what do you mean around? He's like, I don't want to talk about it. Lost yeah. a lot of good men. Yeah. I'm like, were you there? Did you? Did you? Do you call your brain cells men? Are you? Are you Forrest? <laughs> uh, Jesus, oh, this fuck. fucking guy. Catcher, Yadier Molina. Yadi owns a record label, has a ta- has a, kreb- a Krebel cleft. A uh, treble clef. Yeah, Jesus. Let me start this. Kreber craves. Yachty owns a record label, has a treble clef, an eighth note tattooed on his neck, and will be music to my ears when he finally retires. Get the fuck out of my face, baby. Come on. Yachty. Um, Yachty is second all time with 130 defensive runs saved, first amongst active catchers with 845 assists, and has a 41.69 runners caught stealing percentage. That's pretty solid. Also, 41.69. 69% of his body is covered in shitty tattoos. <laughs> he looks real. like the coffee bitch for MS-13. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you. That was a good one. 
Oh, man. Uh, he looks like all the fake gold and diamond chains have finally given him cancer. <laughs> <laughs> They've rubbed yeah. off, and it's like, oh, yeah. well, I have nickel poisoning. Yeah, exactly. I'm no longer <laughs> turning green. I just have cancer. <laughs> he looks worse than he did his rookie season. He looks awful. Like, he looks bad, dude. No. He looks He's like... like gaunt and skinny. Yeah, oh. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's like, did he go vegan? I don't get, he's, like, why he looks well, so bad. Well, he's gaunt to the IL, so. Yeah, that's a, f- oh, gaunt, get out of here, baby. You get. See ya, Yachty May. You get. A true staple and thorn in the red side. Also, I hate him so much. Excellent. But. Excellent. Excellent of, catcher. He is top ten all time. Easy. Easily. He's a catcher who, over like twelve seasons, is batting two eighty. Yeah, with power, and like changes a game. I mean, you don't say that with a lot of catchers. A lot of times, when you have like a catcher that, that that's that good at the plate, it's like that's a luxury. A catcher who's that good at the plate, best case scenario, doesn't lose you games defensively, catching. right? But he's one of the best defensive catchers ever, ever, ever. I hate him, but I also love him. Like Jay, name like, that Molina. <laughs> One of the best Bouchergras bits ever, ever. From back in the day. Benji, Jose, yeah, yeah. him. I mean, like, JT, uh, or uh, JJ Watt has this thing on ESPN. Like, he has a Gatorade commercial right now. It's like, you find a rival, you make sure that you hate him and you train. Yeah. Because, like, it makes you work harder, but then you realize you become friends. I'm like, that's how I feel right now. Yeah, that's hard. I'm like, I Precisely. hate Precisely. Sitting there trying to, like, write burns on him. You look at his career stats and you're like, well, Jesus Christ, this yeah. guy's been, a, he's a Hall of Famer in our division. But, like. We've seen him 20 games a year for the last <sighs> decade. And he's owned us. Kills us. And it was nice seeing pool holes. Yeah. Oh, also, how cool was it on Tuesday? Pool holes played third time, for third base for the first time. Yeah, that was And cool. it was a great American. Yeah. How oh, fucking, that was cool. But, you know, like, fuck him, but, like, in the, all the right ways. fuck. I mean, the, I will always remember in the back of my mind, stained forever. I will remember when Brandon Phillips tamped his shin guard and started that brawl because Yachty said Cincinnati was a piece of shit yeah. town. I'm like, you live in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. You it's way Saint, worse. You're from Puerto Rico, dude. Yeah, this place is fantastic. Yeah, this place is Disney World. Yeah. So, well, fuck you, Yachty Air. <laughs> Paul Goldschmidt. I have four jokes and one I deleted. But I'm still gonna say it. Go for it. Not deleted. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt was traded in the offseason to the Diamondbacks to play for the Cards. Paul Paul was excited to play for a team where he finally looked like the mascot. <laughs> uh, his nickname is Goldie, but William DeWitt calls him Baby Bird. That's right. Uh, Goldschmidt had a rough start to the season, but you know they say nothing Goldschmidt can stay. <laughs> uh, what's longer, Paul Goldschmidt's ex- contract extension or his face? It's a long old face. Ooh, it's a big one. It's stretched out, man. Paul's, here's yeah, go for it. Here's the one I deleted. I was a little iffy about it, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt, it sounds like a name an SS officer adopted. He started with Schmidt, then added gold just so he could sneak in and figure out their ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Goldschmittenstein. Goldschmittenstein. <laughs> I'm here for all the bagels. Dude, this is fucking... Smile is terrible. Uh, <laughs> Paul Goldschmidt is smiling like his mom is making a silly face behind the photographer. <laughs> his, Say fuzzy pickles. Yeah, yeah, dude. His smile looks like he's trying to not cry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, he said uh, he said his favorite thing about the Toy Story movies was how the toys were real life toy people. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like a big dummy, big old dummy. Yeah, I like how the toys were alive. Yeah, they were cool. It was fun. I can't believe that they were alive in that movie. I went on vacation with this girl to New Orleans with like Alicia and like a group of friends, and we were watching South Park. And she just looked up and she said, I think it's so funny how the kids swear. Oh, my God. And we're like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, see you later. We also watched Requiem for a Dream in, in New Orleans because, you know, when you've been binge drinking, that's something that's going to Why not end down. with a double into dildo scene? Big, a big one. And she was like, oh, my God, did he just puke in the mashed potatoes? It's like, yeah, yeah, and the, their baby's also dead. Yeah, and he's going through heroin detox. Yeah, it's also a rotted baby carcass. Also, she wanted to go to... Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville to get the coconut shrimp. I'm like, we're in New Orleans. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Was just, yeah, dude, I sorry. I, I didn't mean to get all mad. I got mad because you got mad. Yeah. And we're all in the same coconut page. Coconut shrimp. Coconut shrimp. We went to this place. Pascal you can get Mad- that at Jack dude, Casino. We went to, exactly, that's what I told her, and <laughs> ran off and went to a bar and did a shot. I ditched her. I ditched them. That's and right. did this. And Alicia, Jack Alicia, Casino Alicia, in Cincinnati. Alicia followed me. She's like, why are you so mad? I'm like, because you can just get this anywhere. Oh, shut the fuck up. Fucking it's in a bag. It's frozen. I pointed at her and said, it's frozen in a bag. And then yeah. left. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that was, oh. We went to Pascal Manali's, which is the home of Cajun shrimp. It's been open for over 100 and I think 110 years now. Oof. And we're eating it. She's We're peeling apart like this is amazing. And she goes, I think I would have just liked the coconut shrimp from Margaritaville better. And I just put my napkin down and I went, please don't let me yell at her. I looked at everybody and said, please don't let me yell at her. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. What a tale. Who is this broad? We don't got to name names. She's the worst. So I haven't seen her since the vacation. Yeah, it makes sense. And also all the people we went on vacation with, only one of them has seen her. And that's eight people in five years. Yeah, sometimes people suck. Yeah, and they get weeded out. What are you going to do? I know you are I'm, the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. Also, I know what I'm not going to do. Go to Margaritaville and get coconut shrimp. It's not happening. It's not happening. Uh, let's go to second base, Colton Wong. Colton Wong isn't a name of a ball player, but the name of a Korean karaoke bar. <laughs> get a Colton at the bar and sing a Wong. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I had a wordplay joke, too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Get it. Because you can't not hate this guy. Yeah, yeah. Colton Wong. I'm not saying that he's Wong, but he's definitely not white. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I hate this guy because he's so good. Yeah. He's a power-hitting second baseman with a glove. Yeah. I don't hate him. Uh, Colton Wong, uh, he looks like someone shrank Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> and I saw he is born, he was born in October of 1990. Yeah. He grew up in Hilo, Hawaii. Hi. Yeah. My dad, uh, I will have a fact check next week. Okay. My dad is going back. I played Hilo, Hawaii in the 2003 Cal Ripken World Series. Yeah. I bet you Wong was on that team. I guarantee you. Uh, yeah, I I almost guarantee you is. So my dad is going through a trunk. He's going, oh, he is? Yeah, my dad's got... He's saved everything. He's a dad. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, he's a fucking dad. Yeah. So he's got the you know the player program from the 2003 Cal Ripken World Series. Oh, that's cool. I'll have shit. an update, but I bet you Colton Wong was on that team. I bet you I played against him. That's like, cool as shit. Like, I bet, you I, was a, I bet you I was a catcher, and he was hitting. Yeah, like, or pitching. Yeah, I bet you. And now we're both... Because that team was studly. They knocked us out of the World Series. 
Really? Yeah, they were so good. Well, now you guys are in two very different places. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Here a good I, way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a millionaire, and I'm writing jokes about him, so he can suck my balls. Suck him, you oh. Hawaiian bitch. Yeah, Moana who? <laughs> oh my fucking god! <laughs> this poor kid, Paul. Paul. Jiang, Paul Jiang, Paul Jiang, Jiang, Paul Jiang. Jesus, I'm a little drunk. That middle infield sounds like like a law firm about a quirky law firm. Wong <laughs> Jiang, Wong Jiang and Associates, litigation then ping pong. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wong Jiang and beer pong. Baby. Oh, that's good too. <laughs> Fuck, I should have said beer pong. That's good. I think that might just be the. Instagram, and then I said, uh, he looks like he's always coming down from doing the most Molly. Yeah, dude. He looks like he was born so with much. CTE. <laughs> <laughs> he looks bad. Oh, dude. no, that's later. Yeah. Um, yeah. We got someone later. That, yeah. That's pretty perfect. Uh, did, did you watch the Ice Age movies? Oh, he looks like Scrat the Squirrel. Oh, yeah, he does. He looks like Scrat the Squirrel. Uh, Paul DeJong looks like he laughs without closing his eyes. <laughs> He's just like, ha, 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 just making eye contact. Just like Scratch. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking not a good look, man. <clears throat> no, he he in general is just not a good look. He just needs different sunglasses. I just think they keep burning his... I think he has the same thing I do, which is like those those little bags. Yeah. They always just burn. Yeah, no, well, he needs sunglasses constantly so people don't realize that he has full-blown crossed eyes. <laughs> <laughs> they're bad. Like, his eyes are crossed. They're very... They're like a kind of blue that says, like, you fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That He's got, like, when incest you, blue eyes. Right? Yeah. Or, like, you see someone hanging out in front of the gas station with, like, a sign that says, homeless, please help. And I'm like, no, you need meth money. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, he's got... Oh, man, what a guy. Okay, I have one I'm very worried about, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> Because it's just you and me. It's not a live one. Matt Carpenter looks like Brobraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Carpenter has his own salsa, not because of his chip-eating celebration, but because he will only eat salsa if it's American-made. Yeah, man. You uh, think I like Mexican salsa? No, I like good St. Louis-made salsa. Yeah, this salsa is good. It's a, it's a ketchup base. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um, It's ketchup-based. And ketchup, then, Rotel, and uh, Velveeta cheese. Velveeta. And it's Queso. I like good cut up olives, not from the jar, but from the can. Yummy yum. Mm. God damn. Uh, he looks like the Marine who started the pranks at Abu Ghraby. <laughs> Abu Ghraby. Yeah. What if we raped him? What, dude, what if we just strung him up? <laughs> okay, we're cool with that? Yeah, no, that's great. Okay, no. cool. We're good uh, with that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, good. Okay. Uh, my, oh, go Abu Ghraby. I still said it wrong. Abu Ghraby. Yeah, whatever. But uh, you get it. Yeah, oh, you know, they I put totally bags over their heads. Yeah, no, that they, was excellent. It was like a shitty thing, but yeah, like, this you get guy it. Came up with, he was like, what if we did waterboarding with Natty Light? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what if we boof Natterdays into him? Yeah, and they're like, actually, hey, Matt, the, leave your interests at home, okay? We're at yeah, war. Yeah, we're at war, and your wife called. And She's worried. Also, Matt, it looks like you bought your beard off Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he definitely has a famous Stars and Straps tattoo. <laughs> uh, Mac, Michael Carpenter looks like, or Matt Carpenter looks like he loves Conor McGregor but thinks women shouldn't fight in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not against, it's just against not their as, nature, man. 
And uh, Matt Carpenter hired a stunt double for himself, even though he doesn't do any stunts. <laughs> <laughs> He's just an intense guy. He looks like he like he dyes his beard with uh, just for alpha male. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just for penguins. I only use soap if it says for man. Yeah, yeah, for, I only absolutely. Use dude wipes, Axe body spray. Yeah, and that's just when I'm fucking my wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wear I wear my my cologne is Pussy by American Eagle. <laughs> It's fucking dope, man. It just smells like your wife's pussy. It smells like your wife's pussy. You cock. I'm Matt fucking Carpenter. I play alt right. Listen, dude, I'm slightly above average. (laughs) Alt first base. Yeah, for real. I mean, he is like, he's He's, a solid major league player. No, he's more than that. He's he's an anchor. Yeah. I mean, he's he's going to be. He got paid paid, right? I don't. Remember, I think like he made like eighty million dollars or something. I think he got paid paid pretty well. Let me look at recently, his real quick. Yeah, no, Matt Carpenter, he just looks greasy as fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't trust anybody who's like that beloved in St. Louis. Oh, I don't either. Oh, what? Is he a hundred million guy? God no. What's his deal? His deal is not that good. For thirty three. He got a wow. Thirty-three years old. He's locked up until twenty twenty-three. Got a two-year, thirty-nine million dollar extension. So this year he's making fourteen point five. Next year eighteen point five. Year after eighteen point five. At thirty-six he's making eighteen point five. At thirty-seven he's an unrestricted free agent. That ain't a bad deal. No, that's an easily movable deal. Yeah. Like, but the thing is, he's so he's older. I mean, like, which is crazy to say that thirty-three is older. He oh, signed yeah. in the offseason. Yeah. But I think he signed it because he wanted to stay because Goldschmidt came in and you have a good base. Yeah. You see Azuna. Well, he's uh, he's a free agent next year. Yeah. And people were talking about him getting moved this year. Ozuna? Yeah. Right. Cause he, well, you, you, but you couldn't because you don't want to sell well. He had a bad season last year. Mm-hmm. So. Speaking of the devil... Marcelo Zuna. Marcelo Zuna. Hey, stop everything, Marcel. Huh? Stop everything you're doing with your look. Oh, for sure. That beard makes him look like the Egyptian god of DJing. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's two bad seasons away from opening up his own hookah bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got this new concept. It's a hookah bar, but all the hookahs are vapes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it vapor. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on, baby. It's well, going to be sure. cool. We'll each eat the pan. E-hookah. E-hookah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be easy, man. It's going to be huge. Looks like Odell Beckham Jr. is growing out of his chin. <laughs> Just like head first. Holy shit, that's so funny. Yeah, he, it looks like if Abraham Lincoln had become a black man instead of freeing them. <laughs> <laughs> if Abraham Lincoln did blackface. Oh, that just sounds like a Tarantino movie. Yeah, no shit, dude. <laughs> All right, listen. Daniel Day-Lewis, I have a concept. Do Lincoln like it was Spielberg, but... All in blackface, and it's a black exploitation theme. Yeah. Like meet Abraham Lincoln, meet Shaft. Yeah, yeah. And you Hell say yeah. the N word way yeah. more, like more than anyone even did back then. <laughs> Here's the cast: Daniel Day Lewis, Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, that's it. It's just yeah, those two. It. That's it. That's it. We're done, done and done. Uh, Marcelo Zuna looks like he had to spray a bunch of weeds in part of his beard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, those are dead. We're going to pull them out later. 
Yeah. Yeah, I got some Scott's Lawn Builder in here, but it's really not working out. It is out. truly an odd look. It's bad. It's truly an odd look. It's like he saw 300 and was like, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, he saw Wiz Khalifa I'm and was Xerxes. like, yeah, he saw Wiz Khalifa and was like, what if I did it on my face? <laughs> <laughs> what if I did a mixtape on my face? Yeah, come on, baby. Get him. Oh, boy. Dexter. All De- shucks, Dexter Fowler. Dexter Fowler. Dexter Fowler is a lot like the show Dexter. Not because he's killing it, because his last two seasons suck. Oh, wow. That was a really well-put-together thought. Thank you. Yeah. He's also like Dexter because his contract is a cancer to the organization. Yeah, damn. This is a real deep cut in the uh, uh, entertainment business. Thank you. That was good. The last two seasons, so good. They're bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, like, that joke was so good. Thank you. His last two seasons have been wackadelic. Do you want to know how I finished my birds? Lay it on me. He puts the foul and fowler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not bad at all. So I just go, like, very yeah. precise, yeah. exact jokes. No, but the foul and fowler is foul and... That's three words. It's a three-word joke, baby. That's great. Thank you. Foul and fowler. I think I got him appropriately. Yeah, yeah you got him good. Uh, Dexter Fowler looks like a rapper who only performs at mega churches. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I got this. I'm opening up for Lecrae. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Wyckoff's seen him perform. Yeah, Wyckoff's open for him. Uh, Dexter Fowler looks like a baby who went viral for growing a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this baby with a beard. Look at him. He's also wearing high socks. How cute oh, is it? Oh, my goodness. That's all I got on him. I have one joke on this fuck. You mean the ugliest person ever? He looks like if Sha- Jose Martinez, by the oh, way, Sorry, guys. right fielder, Jose Martinez. He looks like if Shaggy had fetal alcohol syndrome. <laughs> it was you. It was me. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> My mom was drinking on the counter. It, it was, was me. me. <laughs> she was drinking in the bathroom. Was it, it, was me? Me. <laughs> it was me. She it's, also just started chugging mouthwash. It was me. super me. It was me. I have... Fetal alcohol syndrome. And now my eyes are falling out my front skull. Dude, he looks so he looks like a Salvador Dali painting. <laughs> the Dude. clocks are melting like and those looks, are his eyes. It looks like he's having a stroke, man. <laughs> he looks like shit. He looks like he just opened the box at the end of Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> that face is melting, dog. It's- Bam. <laughs> I mean, he's a solid player. He's like 6'7". Dude, he can play first, he can play yeah. right, he can play left. That's a cardinal guy. I know. It's, it's just... what Carpenter was when he was 27. Right. You know? I but hate him. Yeah, I know. But, but he, he can bat 320. He, he's 6'7", and he mashes. He dude. mashes. He's like Aquino. If you look at his swing, they're very similar. They just make great contact. Yeah, kind of violent. But they also, I think, I hope this isn't true, but they both aren't great defensively. But Aquino has a better arm. Yeah. Do that throw in second. Yeah, we're all horny about it. Hose City. Hall of Famer Brent Bruce Souter. Uh, Bruce Souter looks like if ZZ Top bought a bunch of MAGA hats. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's about right. He looks like if he owned a local hardware store but only built wooden crosses to put in people's front yards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's this. You got... Young Bruce Suter, current day Bruce Suter, right. or just Bruce Suter's beard, fuck, Mary kill. Uh, I'd marry his beard, I'd fuck the young Bruce, and I would kill old Bruce. Oh, man. I, I, that, that feels pretty good. I think I wouldn't mind fucking old Bruce. I'd fuck old You'd Bruce. You'd fuck him just because you could? I'd, I'd fuck old Bruce just a reminder right. that he's old. <laughs> I'd fuck old Bruce. I'd, uh, I'd kill... I'd, 
you can't kill the beard because that's very much suitor. I'd fuck old Bruce. I'd marry the beard and I'd kill young Bruce. Okay. Yeah. Four. Uh, finish top five in the MVP voting four times. Want to Cy Young as a closer? Not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Not no. a Hall of Famer. No, three hundred saves. Doesn't do it for me. He had a season of an ERA under one and a half. One season. Not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. One season. We've been discussing he, this a lot lately, roasting he, these Hall of Famers. They're, I mean, Mazeroski last week. Not a Hall of Famer. No, not even close. I mean, as much as the game has changed and how important he was as being a closer, I feel like there should be a point where we vote people out and we move them in, like, old Hall of Fame. Asterisk as much as Hall the game, of Fame. Asterisk is for steroids. I right, would say, like, enough. a different wing. Like, the game has changed. You aren't in there. I just don't. I don't. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I mean, he was 68 and 71. Losing record. Right. Which wins and losses don't matter. Yeah, we get it, but still you have a losing record and you're in the Hall yeah. of Fame. Still, though. But good thing he was four-time NL Roll Aids Relief Man of the Year. Yeah. I mean, it just... That's back when people weren't getting saves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that shit isn't... Well, that's why he's in the Hall of Fame. Right. He was the first... The first, like one of the first, pretty much one of the first closers. Because of guess who started that trend? Sparky. Sparky changed how you use bullpens. If it wasn't for Sparky Anderson, this motherfucker would not be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'll tell you that right the fuck now. Yeah, I still don't buy it. I mean, he had two pitches. I mean, there are what a fastball and a slower fastball. It was a fastball and a forkball, yeah. which is just a splitter. Yeah, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, and I wouldn't put him in now. I well, think we should good, be like Survivor. Just fucking a, vote him off that, the island. That's a good enough roast, man. That's a good roast. It's like, I, yeah, dude, you're in the Hall of Fame, and you shouldn't be. You shouldn't. Statistically. No. Yeah. Um, but I felt like my two jokes I just had, I had them in my head. I didn't write them down. They were great. They are fine. No, I think we roasted the shit out of these guys. Uh, Cardinals, I don't know if they sneak in. I don't know if they have enough in the bullpen and starting, you can't put Andrew Miller out there no. uh, three, uh, two games in a series every day, even though you're paying for it, but then he'll break down. Um, I just don't see it. I, And if they do sneak in, it's because the Brewers continue to break down with their starting pitching yeah, and their relief sure. pitching. Yeah. So it's just a battle at the top. I think it's the Cubs, and then it's us three figuring out who can beat each yeah, other. Yeah, no doubt. And the sad thing is we don't have their number yet. We've had the Cubs. The Cardinals we've had have, the Brewers. The Cardinals have had our number this year. They've, they've had our number. Our, they've had our number for five years. But, like, not as, not as bad the past two. We actually have a winning record against them the past two seasons. That doesn't feel right, but I believe it. Right. But so I feel good. I think we can beat the – I think we I think we can take three out of four from them at home. Agreed. At home. So this has gone for a while. Is it? Where we are right now? We're at, it's 2.15 in the morning. Yeah, I know that. But we started pretty late. I think we started, what, 12.30? That's a long pod, baby. You're welcome, nasty boys and girls. Thanks. We talked a lot of Reds this week, though. It was mostly Reds. There's a lot to talk about. It's an exciting team right now. It's exciting. It feels good. It feels right. Uh, Let's talk about what we got coming up. Round and third, heading for home. Uh, Billy and I are both going to be heavily played members at Brouhaha down at Sawyer Point. That is in two weeks. Fuck. Wait, is the Hub next Friday? The Hub is next Friday, the 16th, the Friday. Who do we got closing it out? Um, I have no idea. (laughs) Okay. It'll be a show. I'm kind of waiting to play it just... 
I figure there'll be a bunch of comics in town. I'm actually available for that one. Well, yeah, but there's a bunch of comics in town. I figure that'll be fun. But August 23rd, August 24th, down at Sawyer Point, Billy and I are going to be doing brouhaha. And stay posted for where you can find us at that show. Um, August the 28th, I'm going to be down at Pivot Brewing Company down in Lexington, featuring for... Kenny DeForest. Oh yeah, I saw that. I'm glad you're finally rad. That's dude, cool. There, the last one was <clears throat> packed out, and then I Pivot's did it the dope. month before. Pivot's yeah. fucking sick, dude. Mike man. Fields is my dude. Mike Fields is actually booked for the hub on the 16th. Oh, got Mike Fields coming up to do one in Cincy. Cool. He deserves it, man. He's funny. If he needs a place to crash, you can always yeah, stay on my yeah. Couch. I figured as such. He's got a bunch of couches. Uh, yeah, that's I. That's about what I got for August. You know. Not a ton, How not nice a ton mopped out. Yeah, it's great. Good sets, baby. Uh, you can see us at Brouhaha. Um, you can see me at Bellwether this weekend. I'll be at the Bellwether Music Festival just being a guy, hanging out. That's going to be a great fucking lineup, dude. Do you Have you heard of that? Have you seen it? Who's playing there? You're yeah. not, are, you, are you a little bit of an alternative music guy? Yeah, sure. Beach House, Real Estate. Real Estate. Cake, Guided by Voices. Cake is a great band. I've seen them twice at festivals. They yeah. just fucking sneak on. They're fine. Yeah. Um, oh, I saw Beck and... Oh, yeah. That was your weekend, right? You yeah. saw Beck with Danny. Or Danny was working merch. Was, I saw him for a minute. He was very busy because uh, they... Dude, they had so much merch. It was insane. Really? He's had the most merch he's ever dealt with on a one on like a one Beck? time. Yeah, it was Beck, <clears throat> Spoon, Spoon Cage rips. the Elephant. Dude, it was insane. That I show was I can ride awesome. my bike with no handlebars. Mm-hmm. Nope. No handlebars. Nope. No? No. That's not Spoon? That's not Spoon. Spoon is, uh, um, oh, Cold War Kids are going to be at Bellwether. Okay. Young Heirlooms, local band, same with Multimagic. I know Young Heirlooms. Yeah, a little Kelly action. That's dope. So, that'll be fun. I'm going to be probably very drunk. and I'd imagine so. And hanging out. It'll be fun. <laughs> um, one of my favorites recently is Black Moth Super Rainbow. They'll be there, and they have a the guy has a side project called Tobacco. He's doing a DJ set at two in the morning in the Renaissance Festival grounds. Have a day, Bilbo. I have a weekend. <laughs> have a weekend. Brouhaha is a start for me to end the hot girl summer. You know what I mean? That's like brouhaha. Yeah. And I'm like, here we go. We're back in it. Let's build. Let's. I've already got. Like, ten new minutes, it's time to fucking build another 35. You know what I thought about the hot girl summer? Yeah. I thought there'd be a lot more hot girls. There is one. She's upstairs. Yeah, yeah. she's in bed. Yeah, but it's just like, I'm just seeing a bunch of normal-looking people talking about hot (laughs) Hot girl summer. summer. It's like, dude, you're an average-looking man. Well, that's the thing, is hot girl summer is whatever you want it to be. It's a fact. We're in Lizzo's America. We're in Jizzo's America, for sure. So, and I'm about it. I love it. So... Uh, I got a couple other dates in October. I'm at Vers- October fourth. I'm at Versailles Winery. Yeah, I'm headlining that. That'll dope, be fun. Dope, doing forty five. Um, oh word! And then September twenty seventh, I'm at West Side Brewing headlining. Fuck yeah! So that's a f- they're both Friday shows. West Side Brewing. It's that's Tanner. Well, no. Well, rookie rookie booked something oh, for okay, a while cool. okay, before cool. okay. they want no. us to keep coming fair back. Fair enough. Fair enough. So. We're not snaking it. We were there first. It's just a thing. It's yeah. just a thing. Yeah. And then I'll be at, um, I forget the, I'm at uh, Latitudes in October as well in Anderson. So Fuck that's a yeah, local show dude. where I grew up. So if Very people want to come out to that, that's great. If you don't, that's also fine. You know, 
Fuck off. That's always what I tell people about shows. I'm like, if you want to come out, that's great. If not, that's fine. Don't think I care. If you come, I will care. It will mean a lot to me. If you don't, no, it means wh- nothing. It's not even in my head. It means nothing. You know, I'm not looking out in the crowd. I'm like, where's Carol? Yeah, it's no like, bad no. feelings. It's no bad feelings. None. So, um, but yeah, I think we take three out of four from the Cardinals, and if we take two out of three from the Nationals, we're sitting pretty. Let's cook, baby. Let's uh, keep cooking. Let's keep cooking. So. I can't. I can't call that fart, Billy. I'm sorry. You've outfarted me today. I know, but I'm also. A hundred pounds heavier than you. <laughs> a lot more farts in there. So much more. I think this is just mostly farts. Yeah, well. So, yeah. All right. I say next, we'll take the next three from the Cubs. Optimistic. Take two out of three from the Nats, and then we'll talk about the cards the next weekend. We'll see you uh, We'll see you when we talk about uh, who, who are we roasting next weekend. We're, oh, we're, so we're going to go. We're so going back let, to the AL. No, we're going to no. go. Here's what I'm thinking. We're going to go NL West. And knock them out, and then we'll end on AL West. So that way, when I'm in Seattle, yeah. I do it with Lucas and Jake and have you call in. Perfect. And we'll roast the Mariners in Seattle. Perfect. No, that's so fun. And, uh, yeah, I will, uh, I'll, I'll get a hold of Trevor Got, and I'll be like, hey, man, send me an audio yeah. clip. Send me something. October 13th, is that official? Can we, can uh, we yeah, let's do that? it. Yeah. Um, October 13th, we will be doing another live episode of Go Bananas Comedy Club. Yeah, baby boy. It's a Sunday, we're going to do a season wrap-up. That's going to be sick. Um, we're going to try and get some guests. I haven't confirmed anything, but um, let's just say I've been talking to someone who happens to write for a paid website that you can read about that covers sports. It's pretty good. So... Uh, we'll we'll just tease that. His first name is uh, an. Ah, 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 yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for listening. As always, we'll see you next week. And uh, go Redlegs. Stay nasty, baby. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. 
I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Comfortable. 